seven o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi, everybody. The jury is in. (laughs) The juror is in. Uh, Welcome to Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, Radio for Humans. I'm a little bit tired today because I had to get up super early to go in for jury duty the second time in my adult life. Um, and I'll tell everybody about it here in a minute. It's fascinating. and But I will say, apparently, every judge in Cuyahoga County is named, named either Sweeney or Russo. Uh, so, uh, But anyway, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. The Beltway Bureau of the Swamp. Welcome. Hi, I'm drowning in swampiness. Oh, okay. So, Save eh, me. Yeah. Save me. And, of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Hey, I'm in the Electric City. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, uh, and uh, of course, uh, uh, yeah, so I went in this morning and got up uh, super early, set my alarms super early. And, of course, that didn't prevent me from having several dreams that I woke up from thinking I was late for jury duty. Because I get very anxious about things like this. Um, And I, like, had these... uh, I had... Okay, tell me how much sense this dream makes. I had a dream that... uh, Not like Martin Luther King. But I do have some Martin Luther King Jr. clips to play for the show. As I do. uh, The Tuesday after MLK Day. But, uh, yes, I, so I, I had this extremely vivid dream about delivering a deli tray to our friends Doug and Stacy, who live in, in Lakewood, Ohio, at, like, 7 in the morning. I, I was del- setting up this big, like, sandwich station for a party they were having, apparently very early in the morning, you know, because everybody has parties in the morning with submarine sandwiches, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's and, all right. And I was like, guys, I don't have a lot of time left. I have to be at jury duty, and, and Susan's going to drop me off. And you know, and they're like, no, you have plenty of time. It's not that far from here. It's not that far from here. And I'm like, yeah, it's not that far. But I look at my my phone, and I'm like, I have four minutes to get there. And then, <laughs> oh man. And then I'm like, where's Susan? And they're like, oh, we think she went up that that hill uh, over there and, and there was this hill that they don't have anywhere near their house in reality and so i go up this hill and it has like a big overlook once you get to the top and you can like look down and see their their property and their house and everything so i walk up to the hill and then i look down and susan's down at the bottom of the hill like way down and she like looks up at me and shrugs her shoulders like what the hell are you doing up there and i'm like ah i'm gonna be late <laughs> Oh, yeah. Were you late? Uh, no, I was. I was not late. <laughs> I was not late. 
Um, That's good. Although I almost go ahead. I have a friend who, when they get those uh, those uh, summons mm-hmm. in the mail, just throws them away. <gasps> Nobody's ever. Uh... Nope. No. Wow. Nope. Well, I yeah, I I did go. I actually got called last November during a very very busy uh, week at work because uh, last November my job was crazy crazy, and I was uh, and I talked to the the woman on the phone. She was very nice. I was very nice, uh, you know, and she was like. Uh, no problem. We'll send you one out for January. And I was like, all right. So I said to my boss, they're going to send me one in January. And she's like, that'll be better. That's fine. And, uh, so, so today I went in, um, and this, of course, I feel like a complete asshole because I did something, something stupid right off the bat is, um, when I, 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 you know, I mapped the quickest route on my phone to, you know, so we could figure out the best way because there's, we want to avoid going through public square, you know, so, so I mapped the best way and, um, and I, you know, and I punched the address in from the summons and I won't say what happened next, but then I punched the address in and we get downtown and then I have in, you know, so I, I'm taking inventory of the things that I have on, you know, and I'm getting ready to pull the summons out of my pocket. And I was so tired. I thought the summons was in my jacket pocket. And then I'm like, fuck it's not here and i'm like scrambling and i'm patting down all my pockets and i texted susan i'm like you got to come back i think i left the summons in the car she came back and she pulls up and i'm looking around i'm like fuck it's not here and then i pat my chest and i was like oh shit i put it in my shirt pocket oh so mm. i made susan run all the way back but i was still three minutes early so um, but yeah, so I'm an idiot. Uh, but thankfully I don't have to worry about that anymore. I just got to take my juror lanyard, which you can see if you go to my Facebook page, um, <laughs> I took a picture of it because I share things in my life. Jurors lanyard. They give you a lanyard. They give me a lanyard to say that I'm a juror. So people don't, don't go, Hey, who goes that? You know? It's like, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a little badge of honor. So I went in, I went in today and I was, I was being, you know, I've been a curmudgeon about it on the show. I'm like, just leave me alone. Don't bother me. I don't want to do this. And, um, and so then I'm sitting there and then I'm, I'm sitting right next to this, uh, this gal I met today named, uh, Sherry, who actually knows some of the people I work with. She's very nice. Um, actually met two people that know a bunch of people I work with and, uh, um, both named Sherry, <laughs> Sherry one and Sherry two. Um, and, oh, Sherry. uh, and so, so, uh, so I'm sitting there and, uh, they play the orientation video, um, you know, for everybody in the room and a judge comes down and, and talks to you and, and the woman who's running the show who tells, you know, the from the front desk tells tells everybody what's going on. And and then I started, especially when the judge talked, I started to get the feels because he was saying, you know, we are thankful to have you and this, is, this kind of service is just beneath serving in the military. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I can't really? be an asshole and try and get out of this. 
I can't. That's wrong. It's wrong. It just realized me that, that I was wrong in thinking that I would try and get out of it. And also what compelled me to try not get out of it is I can't get out of it. <laughs> because <laughs> I thought if you went to, if you got selected to go in and they asked you a question and that question was, uh, you know, uh, perce- it perceived as you being... Um, partial or or uh uh you know bias in one direction or another that that you wouldn't be an impartial juror that they're like okay now you're excused go back to the pool and wait to get called again i thought they sent you home they don't so if i if i get called i will answer the question hopefully uh honestly and uh in the most impartial way possible so so this morning after orientation the first group of names that's called i'm in it i was like the fifth name they called and i'm like oh see you later and you know to to the one uh the the first sherry lady i met and and then they called her and she was right behind me and she was all excited because she was so she she's seriously wants to be on a jury something fierce and I, i i admire that um, and, uh, and I said, I even said, Hey, if we get up there, I'll, I'll nominate you for foreman. She's like, what does that mean? I was like, didn't you watch the video? So, <laughs> oh, wow. Um, <laughs> maybe I won't. <laughs> um, and, uh, so, so we get pulled up and the whole group is there. And then the bailiff walks in and says, it's been postponed till February. <gasps> been rescheduled to february and then they're like all all of it yeah and then uh, no just just the one we got called for because they had about two they had about 200 and 225 people there today in the room so they called you know i i don't know somewhere between 15 and 20 people for for the first one i don't know how exact i don't i don't count how many names they're calling some they call more for some they call less for it depends on what kind of case it is uh, and I don't know all the details of that. So they called us up and, you know, and then the, the, um, and then the one, one of the people at the front desk, I don't know if it was the guy or the gal who were working there. They said, uh, they said, Oh, and you're just telling us now. And they're like, the decision just came down now. So there was a little bit of tension about, you know, it just got postponed. We just found out just now that it's delayed until February. So I was picked and I was primed and I was ready to be on a jury today first right off the bat and then i just got absorbed back into the jury pool oh that's not fair and they called about seven other um uh jury group groups of people for other cases and they obviously all went on i mean very few people came back from the jury selection in the room was pretty much by the end of the day down to about 80 people. So, uh, so we're all sitting there, you know, all of us who there, there were like four of us who were, were called all at once. And we all, we all ended up talking afterwards and everything because we had some things in common and, um, and we're, we're just all grumping about it because damn, they're like, we were cheated. We should have been up there could have been a contender you know (laughs) um and and so every time they started calling names it's like not one of us out of the four of us got called for another 
another one. I don't know if they leave your name out if you're called once and then until they've called every single person and then put you back in. I have no idea how it works. So basically, I got to go back in at 830 in the morning tomorrow and see what happens. So, huh? You should be. You you should be excused because you were called, and then they changed the uh, date of the uh, the trial. But because they changed the date of the trial, we got absorbed back into the pool. Uh, that's not fair. See, here in Lackawanna County, if that happens, you go home. You've served your jury duty. Well, here here's a big problem. This week is typically they have two days. I think they on Monday and Wednesday they they have like two pools of potential jurors, mm-hmm. and this week they only have one because of MLK Day, and it happened today on Tuesday. So, uh, so I think they're gonna they're probably gonna try and use us all, uh, you know. And if they don't, they're gonna have to postpone a bunch of cases. So, um, so I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I have a feeling that I'll probably go in tomorrow. And if they don't, if they haven't had us, had me on a case, they pro- they'll probably let me go. So I don't know. I'm just grateful that I get the princely sum of $27 per day for jury duty. In addition to my regular work pay. So, oh, so that's like candy money. Yeah. I'm going to buy candy and hamburgers with all that goddamn money. Um, so, uh, but no, I, but I did meet some nice people, uh, you know, I uh, let a very nice lady borrow my pen to write down there. Apparently when, uh, in case somebody needs to get in touch with you, they, they give out an emergency number. If your cell phone is, you know, if, if you have your cell phone turned off, because once you go into a courtroom, turn your cell phone off, <laughs> just like a movie theater, but more serious. <laughs> Way so, more serious. Way more serious. <clears throat> way, way, way. Yeah, I mean, uh, so, so yeah, that was, uh, that was, uh, you know, uh, that was my adventure today, and uh, I got an hour and forty-five minutes for lunch. <laughs> an hour and forty-five minutes for lunch. That's not bad. That's Are great. Are you in a courthouse? You in a courthouse? Uh, it, it's the justice center downtown on the fourth floor. Oh, okay. So, uh, so basically the only thing I've seen the inside of today is the, the enormous lobby. It looks like a big hospital waiting room, basically, you know? Um, and then, uh, of course we, we all kept giggling to the, the group of people I was talking to because the, there's a quiet room where, People go basically. It should call. They should call it the social anxiety or or antisocial room where people just want to go in and not talk to anybody. And um, and there was this guy on. The, they had a little love seat in there, uh, and there was this guy like you know right right in the middle of the room, and we could you know he's sitting off to the side of us, and um, we were we were in the main area, uh, not in the quiet room. And, um, this guy was totally conked out sleeping on this little sofa and was snoring. And I was like, someone's snoring in the quiet room. (laughs) (laughs) And then then the, the, the one, one Sherry I was talking to said, we should, we should have sleeping guy bingo. 
I was like, yeah, let's make up some cars. <laughs> They're like, yeah, snoring has to be the center square. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, because he was flipping positions and everything, and you know, sit up, but then slump over, and, you know, uh, flip from one side to the other. It, it, I mean, there were some people really getting into sleeping in there. I can't sleep in a public place like that. Could either of you? Uh, yeah, I yeah, could do I that. Yeah? Yeah. Right? And yeah. you said you could or couldn't? Yeah, I think I could. Mm-mm. Because, I, you know, when I'm I'm always tired, watching I'm tired. my back. I'm always watching my back. Come on, guard. No, I, yeah, but if I, if, I was on, if I was on a love seat, yeah. You know what? I could sleep standing up. I'll tell you what. I need to I find it. I need that to find it. I can't a, do. I can't sleep standing yeah. up. I, I used to sleep all the time taking the train down to New York. Just right there. Uh, yeah, you're making me tired. <laughs> In I fact, felt... I was on a jury. I slept through that. Through the jury? <laughs> yeah. Huh? You were on jury and you yes. fell asleep. Yes, I did. So you weren't the foreman. You were the snoreman. Went... <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, this is, I, I, this is not a lie. In the middle of... Of the trial, the judge fell asleep. Oh. The judge oh. fell asleep. Wow. That's uh out cold. That is and crazy. He said a goddamn thing to him. <laughs> oh yeah. So he said anything? What? Nope. No, no. What was the case? What was the case about? I told you I must have told you about this case. It was about um, a stepfather who was a prison guard at Lackawanna County prison this local prison who was accused by his stepchildren of sexual abuse oh well that's nice that he fell asleep no i don't recall that story being told joe yeah well the guy actually it's, it's a convoluted story and i won't go into that but okay. uh, yeah he fell thank asleep. you <laughs> yes he fell asleep well uh, you know i just uh, i'm i'm always i'm always watching my back i'll tell you what though Man, they need some better chairs in there. I I need a chair with lumbar support. <laughs> my my back is aching. Oh my god, my lower back feels like shit. I took like three ibuprofen a little bit ago. Um, but yeah, get a little, I, get a little pillow. Yeah, I want to carry a pillow around. Yeah. <laughs> or 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 leave your cell phone on during the trial. And just if it rings, you just say, oh, "Excuse me, Judge, I really have to take this." Yeah, yeah, they got a Joe. They they actually have j jail cells there too, so I'm gonna avoid <laughs> that. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a. There, I really really have to take this. <laughs> you can see if you, there's a balcony off the fourth floor where people can go to smoke, and if you uh, uh -huh. if you go out there, you can see there's all these there's this tower of uh, rooms with. Tiny little slits instead of windows. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So oh. I was like, and I was out there and I was talking to the, the other Sherry. Um, Sherry too? Sherry oh, too. Sherry. Yeah. Sherry. One and two. <laughs> one and two. One and two. <laughs> so uh, and I was and I was like, I hope the prisoners up there can't see us enjoying our freedom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Mean. 
I, I meant it seriously, though. I would feel horrible if they were, like, looking down, like, you know, with the sad Charlie Brown music playing. I remember what freedom was like. Um, so, don't yeah. Don't commit contempt of court. No, I'm not going to commit any kind of crime, to my knowledge. They tell you to turn off the cell phone. Turn it off. Turn that fucker off. Power down, y'all. Um, but, uh, uh, although my cell phone has been acting up when I try and power it off, both of our iPhones, and it's like serial to say, what can I help you with? No, I'm trying to turn you off. So, <laughs> so I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm sorry, Dave. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Daisy, Daisy. <laughs> that's that's how my cell phone top t- powers down. Yeah. Daisy, Daisy. That would be that'd be great. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, Tro- since it's, I'm in the Justice Center, uh, the Trojan Rabbit said. Meanwhile, in the Hall of Justice. So uh, <laughs> let me see. Do I have that that great clip? Um. Uh. Oh yeah, yeah. Here we go. Uh, I've got, I've got that clip. On. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I have two versions. That's cool that you have a Hall of Justice, though. I, you know, we just have a courthouse. Yeah, we we got a we got a little bit of this. We got a little bit of that. We got a Hall of Justice. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. Yeah. Hall of Justice. That's kind of cool. I well, it's it the Justice that it Center. Was called uh, the what, what, what was it called? The Common Court of Pleas or Court of Common Pleas? Court of Common Pleas. Court of Common yeah. Pleas. I've never heard that before. I had to look that up today. The Court of Many Fleas. Well, <laughs> I did not know Keep that. Keep your that dogs was a thing. out of there. Keep your dogs out of that <laughs> yeah. court. Yeah. So. Pennsylvania and Ohio both have them. Uh, let me see. Let's it's find not, out. It's not as common as you would think. Pennsylvania and Ohio have what? The Court of Common Pleas. Common Pleas. Yeah, in Lackawanna County, that's, that's what they call it. The Court of Common Pleas. That's the Lackawanna County Court. Yeah. That's our county court. Mm-hmm. Well, we that's, have the so old... What I'm trying to say is that not every county calls it that. We have the old courthouse across the street from it, and I think they do matters like uh property like what to do with property people dying they don't have a will things like that you know so civil no it's not just civil it's like what what would you call that kind of civil cases no when you have yeah a dispute over a borderline or uh you know his tree is on my my property that kind of thing they do some stuff in the old in the old uh, Your chocolate is in my peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. Well, delicious. I would Eat argue that. about that. I'd settle that out of court in a heartbeat. <laughs> um, I'd settle that right then and there. Well, here is here's here's a little bit of information on the Justice Center complex. It says the Justice Center complex is a building complex located in the Civic Center district in Cleveland, Ohio in the United States. The complex consists of the Cleveland Police Headquarters Building, the Cuyahoga County and uh, Cleveland Municipal Courts Tower, and the Corrections Center Jail 1 and Jail 2. It occupies a city block bounded by Lakeside Avenue, Ontario Street, West 3rd Street, and St. Clair Avenue. The Lakeside Avenue entrance faces the Cuyahoga County Courthouse, erected in 1912. Wow. There you go. That's cool. So... 
Yeah. Just I just think that it's interesting. Common, but what was it? Common pleas court. Court, court, of, court of common, common pleas. Court of Codexia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I mean. mean the old, the I old, served. Yeah. I served jury duty one time. Yeah, and um, I got married as a result. Wow! Wow! I told. I mean, that's that's to who? That's our marriage story to Bob. <laughs> oh. Good God! Oh, I thought, I thought I thought this was you about married perp. No, I got dismissed at lunchtime. Oh, I didn't even get questioned. I thought this was about no, Joe Stool. No voir voir dire. No voir dire. Uh-huh. No, no what the nope, nope. No, no, no. I stood a- there hanging out, just like uh, do, 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 waiting, uh-huh. literally waiting three hours, and then we were told you're dismissed. <laughs> I, that, well, I, and that was actually the Fulton County Courthouse in Atlanta, uh, Georgia. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you know, we met for lunch, and the rest is history. I love I that. Know I, told I love this that. Story. I love that Good song. God. I love that song. Oh, Fulton, I, I thought Fulton, you married the perp. Fulton. Well, yeah, he well. I love that song, we Fulton met, we met Courthouse lunch. Blues. He was there registering the truck. Oh. Ah. And so we're like, let's. And so we walked around the Fulton County Courthouse. The same truck he still has? Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. See, now I thought this. you. Uh, wow. No. Wow, he's the truck the and truck, you. He's had the truck longer than me. Oh, wow. Wow. But uh, yeah, we walked around the Fulton County Courthouse at lunchtime, walked past the marriage license office, and he said, one of the want to take a look and there it was we looked at we were looking at marriage licenses and he said would you like to it would make a a lovely birthday present did you pick a good one what color color (laughs) oh god marriage was it on was it on multi-colored cardstock (laughs) he asked me was it laminated (laughs) i thought it was i thought it was going to be a joe stool story a few minutes ago God oh, damn it. God damn it. How did he take this? How did Joel Stool take all this? You know. He probably shit a brick, right? You know what? Oh. I think. Here, I think. I have to tell you something. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, I'll make this as quick as I can. My my sister has been cleaning out, you know, cleaning out some stuff in, in their storage bins. Uh-huh. And they found the yearbooks, all of the yearbooks that I bought from 8th grade until 11th grade. Mm. I have Joe Stool signed my yearbooks. That's a shitty thing to do. And Joe Stool, I I don't have it in front of me because it's down in the studio, but Joe Stool basically said that I was a really nice girl, but maybe I shouldn't be so outspoken. Oh my God! I'm not kidding. Nissa, Nissa, Heather, and Bob saw this at Christmas time. They're like, "Yeah, that probably would not have worked out." No. Oh my that God! That had disaster all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice, <laughs> it's a good thing you passed that stool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Joe. Oh, no, wrong one. Pass the stool. (laughs) There you go. So outspoken, and maybe you should just calm it down. I saw it, and I was like, 
oh, well, maybe some things work out. Because he really did say that I just needed to cool my engines. Wow, wow. Uh, it, wow. It's good you cut loose that stool. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I guess, I guess that, that little thing he wrote in your book was a stool sample, huh? Well, yeah, yeah. 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 Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. All right. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, at uh, Casa del Pic, uh, it's time to take a break. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will. Uh, we're going to run to the break when we come back. I have zero audio because of jury duty, folks. I went to bed super early last night to make sure I had plenty of bad dreams about being late. And uh, got up super early this morning uh, to make sure I wasn't late. And uh, came home and uh, had some noodles and uh, cauliflower. And now I'm having a beer. So so we'll probably talk about that other uh, trial that's going on. Uh, I guess if we have to. I really don't care. We can talk about whatever you guys want. Um, I'm going to go down to the studio and find my Joe Stool yearbook. I have a funny story to tell you. Okay. from the vet's office. All right. Well, let's 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 plan on that and some other things. And um, I'm gonna play uh, MLK uh, speech excerpt. Where do we go from here? It's all about wealth redistribution, my friends. And hey, conservatives, stop trying to lay claim to MLK's legacy because oh, you're not gonna you. like it when you find out what it really is. So, uh, all right, we'll be back with more turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. We must honestly face the fact that the movement must address itself to the question of restructuring the whole of American society. There are 40 million poor people here. And one day we must ask the question: Why are there 40 million poor people in America? And when you begin to ask that question, you're raising a question about the economic system, about a broader distribution of wealth. When you ask that question, you begin to question the capitalistic economy. And I'm simply saying that more and more, we've got to begin to ask questions about the whole society we are called upon to help the discouraged beggars in life's marketplace. But one day we must come to see that an edifice which produces beggars needs restructuring. It means that questions must be raised. You see, my friends, when you deal with this, you begin to ask the question, who owns the oil? You begin to ask the question, who owns the iron oil? You begin to ask the question, why is it that people have to pay water bills in a world that's two-thirds water? These are words that must be said. Now, don't think you have me in a bind today. I'm not talking about communism. What I'm talking about is far beyond communism. My inspiration didn't come from Karl Marx. My inspiration didn't come... From Engels, my inspiration 
didn't come from Trotsky. My inspiration didn't come from Lenin. Yes, I read Communist Manifesto and Das Kapital a long time ago. And I saw that maybe Marx didn't follow Hegel enough. He took his dialectics, but he left out his idealism and his spiritualism, and he went over to a German philosopher by the name of Feuerbach and took his materialism and made it into a system that he called dialectical materialism. I have to reject that. What I'm saying to you this morning, communism forgets that life is individual. Capitalism forgets that life is social. And the kingdom of brotherhood is found neither in the thesis of communism nor the antithesis of capitalism, but in a higher synthesis. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. I am Miles Lagant inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! Ooh. And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime. Welcome back uh, to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition. Of course, joining me as always on uh, uh, on Tuesdays, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. It's Tuesday. Oh wow! Um, and Rain from uh, Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C., the Beltway Bureau of the Swamp. All that. Hi. Welcome back. Uh, hi. I just 
In case we need to fill time, I've brought sure. up all these yearbooks. Oh, cool. Ah, and nice. I'd be more than willing to read everything and anything that is written to me in these yearbooks. I like it. From, 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 so from the years 81. More stool samples. It could be. There's only one <laughs> stool sample. From the right. years 81, 82, 83, and 84. Wow. I graduated in 1985. You don't need to... Nobody needs to know what was there. Okay. But if we need to, we need to pad, pad some time. Yeah. Let's pad this, pad oh. this out with some stuff. I have some great articles from old newspapers that you cannot miss. <laughs> you cannot. So, so in my 1983 one, I decided to tag my own yearbook with Lorraine was here. Did you spell it W W U Z? No. <laughs> well, then I appreciate. It count. Uh, I don't even know who half these people are. Well, some of them I remember. So anyway, if you want, I would be more than willing to do. Well, let's get to Joe Joe's story. Um, he says it's funny, but is it? Is it? Well, <laughs> it didn't sound funny. But then it was funny. So, okay. as I was telling Rain and, and, and Ken before the show, I had to rush one of our dogs to the uh, the dog emergency room. Well, actually, it's called a uh, urgent care clinic. Yeah. And uh, cut his paw, you know, but Aww. we had to get it bandaged, you know. So, anyway, we're sitting there waiting for uh, our turn. Um, and we hear this terrible scream from this puppy i mean you know when a puppy's in distress you know and and it mm -hmm. sounds terrible i mean it's awful it's an awful sound and all of a sudden this young guy comes running out of the room and runs out into the parking lot going i can't take it i can't take it i can't take it and he runs out oh god yeah oh. Now, and we hear this poor puppy scream and blue murder and we're covering our dog's ears so they don't think, you know, that's going to happen to you. And mm. then this young guy comes back in, and there is this confrontation in the treatment room. Oh. And I hear him say, I can't put up with this. I wanted a puppy that was healthy and happy and playful. I didn't want this. And apparently his mother was with him. <laughs> and he, oh. she said, she said to him... Yeah, well, that's what I wanted in the sun, and I didn't get that either. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> she said, so take care of the puppy. <laughs> wow. And we thought, wow, bazinga. Yeah. Like, that was a, and he shut the fuck up. Well, that's, I mean, uh, he shut the fuck up. It, that would have only been better had been prefaced with, Newsflash, you stupid fucking cock. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. when he ran out, Barbara says, "What an asshole! Like he's leaving his dog. What's wrong with him?" And and then he comes back in and he starts arguing with his mother that he wanted a puppy that was healthy and happy, and she says, "And playful." She said, "I wanted a son like that too, but I got you instead." Oh, oh, my. oh my god! I thought, I'm wow! I'm trying to do the sound clip. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wow! You know yeah. what I think uh, might happen there. I got good feelings. I got. Deservedly so. 
and we were laughing our asses. Even the receptionist started laughing. She was <laughs> rolling her eyes. I was like, holy shit, that was a quick comeback from Mama. So what happened no, to the puppy? Around. The puppy was fine. Apparently they had it there for, for the same thing as ours, another minor minor thing. But, you know, it was a little excited. And the 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 guy's mother was very patient and was working with the, the vet to try to calm the dog down. The dog was screaming blue murder, but, you know, some dogs, you know, they, they don't do that. react well. Yes. I mean, they get a thermometer. I've heard a dog go ape shit when they get a thermometer stuck in their butthole. Yeah. Now they stuck one in our Bungle. dog's butthole and he liked it. So, <laughs> oh what the hell? He learned how to purr uh, like a cat that day. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> how'd, I, how'd that get up there? Okay. So, anyway, um, yeah, so, you know, I, but mama came right back. She goes, yeah, well, I wanted a son like that too, but I didn't get one. And we would, whoa. Yeah. Don't mess, like Francie just said, don't mess with mama. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, my <laughs> she leveled them. I mean, my mother used to say kiddingly, you know, if I raised pigs, I would have at least had pork chops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mom. That's funny. Um, yeah. Both. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was, and the guy was like in his 20s, and like, I'm thinking, well, why do you have a puppy? You know, like, you wanted a happy puppy. Everybody wants a happy puppy, a healthy puppy. But puppies get sick sometime get in their hurts. life, and you got to take them to the vet. They're not, some puppies don't yeah. to be there. They're not magical yeah. creatures. They're 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 is is uh you know you know uh, probable to succumb to any kind of ailment as any other living creature. You know, and they go through anxiety. And this it was a little tiny dog, and it was. Stressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you said he was in his twenties. Yeah. You know what? I'm glad he's got a dog instead of a baby. I'm glad. I don't think he's married because <laughs> because his mother had to bring him in. Incel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, my, I think my so. My point is, is that if you can't <laughs> handle a puppy, well, the puppy was stressed because they were handling him, and the, and it was scared. That's yes. what was wrong. The puppy wasn't in pain. And the cutest little puppy. They brought it back out. But, of course, the mother was holding it, not him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the mother's like, I'm keeping the puppy. You yeah. are not allowed to procreate. Keep your filthy yeah, well, she talked paws to off. He, he, took the, he took the puppy out to the car afterwards when she was paying the bill. And I we talked to the mother. She was paying the bill? Yes. <laughs> yes, she oh, was paying see. Yeah, see? So, you know, we talked to her. Did he bite her hand that feeds him? His son? Her son? Did she look uh, a horse in the mouth? Did he look a horse in the mouth as well? Uh, I think she I think she wanted to leave her son there and take the puppy home. But oh. she took them both home. Yeah. Do, I mean, you see where I'm going at with this. But did yes. she 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 did she take him home or did she throw the son out on the high, edge of the highway? I didn't see no, that part. She didn't do that because she wouldn't she do that to out. a puppy dog. No, she pulled out and she was really irritated with her son for being such a f- asshole. Dumb about the puppy. shit. The puppy was stressed. And oh, you should have seen him when he ran out. He was he was like pulling he was bald first of all and he was pulling his hair. He was like pulling at something that wasn't there. It was the weirdest scene. 
Wow. I can't take this. I can't take this. I can't. And the poor puppy was going, and we thought, oh, my God. And, you know, I mean, it happens. Dogs, some don't like to be handled, you know? Oh. Uh, oh, I got I got uh, well, Go ahead, finish your thought. I got I got. No. want to read Theo's uh, comment. Read oh, Theo's comment because yeah. Yeah, all I, I know is that Mama, don't let your son grow up to be a father. There you go. Uh, so uh, Theo says I can relate to Kenny's story about jury duty and his convolutions. <laughs> I heard a dog. Uh, yeah, you heard Roy. I spent a chunk of last year waiting to testify in a drive-by shooting down uh, down the block. Our home security cameras recorded video of the getaway car. Every month or so, I'd call into the courthouse, check on the progress of the case, and get told of a reschedule. Finally, I was able to get off the hook when the driver, he'd been identified, cut a deal, and probably took advantage of time served. So, um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, there's a, this I don't think is, is, is my deal doesn't sound like as big a deal as yours, Theo. This is just about me getting up an hour earlier every day, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, but no, no, you went above and beyond for your civic duty there, uh, uh Theo. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so. He did, because honestly, Theo should not have had to call in to say, here's my information. No. No, yeah. that's not. No, they should be calling him. Him. Do you know that if you have home security cameras, by the way, you have to have a sign outside yes. that says you have home security cameras. Does that include things like ring? Yes. Oh. Yes, and that's due to federal wiretap laws. Oh, see, yeah. I know a couple of friends who have the ring. and um, It's not well, state by state, though? No, it's a federal wiretap law. Oh, okay. Federal wiretap hmm. law says if you have security cameras on your house, you have to have a sign out there. Now, it's not that you can't have the security cameras and not have the sign. It's just that if you try to use anything on your security camera in a court of law, it is not possible oh. because it's an illegal wiretap. Ah, uh, I see. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense because it, it's that that part of okay. I'm really glad you explained that part. See, now I wasn't sure. I've got it, friends who've got the ring and they don't have that sign. And well, that's fine. I mean, that's fine. You don't have to have the sign. All, all they're warning you is the guy that put our security. Well, ADT we have, and uh, they told us they said, you know, if ever you know you're going to call in something that's on the security camera, you better throw a sign out there before the cops get there because they'll tell you right off they can't use it if there wasn't a warning on your windows or somewhere in the property hmm. you so sure it's federal and not state it's federal wiretap wow okay yep. wow yep yeah yeah because it's it, because what you're doing is you're filming people without their knowledge and you're a private citizen it's like it's like Rec like you in some states you can't record but fire federal wiretap laws say that you have to have a warrant okay now you see I, I wasn't sure if this was similar to um like uh, uh consent like one or two party consent on recordings um, i don't think so that's okay. what i was that's why i was asking no that. i don't one think so they told me consent. 
they told me it had to do with the federal wiretap laws. Okay, because in Ohio, Ohio, for recording a phone conversation or any conversation, um, you only need one party consent. So that means if I'm going to record you, mm-hmm. all I need is me to say, "Okay, I'm right. going to record." Right. It's so like that in New York. Yeah. Yeah. But it's uh, like that in New York. Yeah, but that's so Michael but, Cohen. Uh, we were. <laughs> Yeah, we were told that if you wanted to, use, I mean, you could have ring, you could have anything. We have cameras all over our house, but if we want to use it in a court of law as evidence of a crime, uh, it won't be admissible unless you had the sign displayed. They gave us signs. To, we have them on our windows, and we have a sign outside in the yeah. in the yard that uh, well, sometimes you're under video. Yeah, you're on video surveillance. Sometimes that's all the because it's, it's you surveilling need without a warrant. Really, yeah. I mean, in in effect, it's surveilling without a warrant. Hmm. Interesting. I know that that does seem true and correct, but that's also weird. And you know what? Also, it is. And that's yes, one to grow on. Sorry. Yes, sure, and telling you that to get you to put a sign. No, it wasn't only ADT telling me. The police told me that. It's still weird. Uh, well, police told me that. Yeah, it's against federal wiretap to not display that you have them under video surveillance. You'll see that uh, just about anywhere. I guess that I mean, makes ADT, I, ADT, I, mm-hmm. and you know we put the ADT signs out anyway. But this particular sign says you are under video surveillance. It doesn't necessarily say ADT. ADT yeah. just gave us window signs to put on the door that you're you know is video the house's video surveilled. So maybe the FBI should have had a sign up <clears throat> to said that we're going to surveil, mm-hmm. you know, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Oh, he wore the hat. What? <laughs> no, I know. I, I, I see his face. I see his face. The guy who, who wore, wore the, the Peter Sellers hat during the whole Trump uh, thing. Roger Stone? Yeah, I know. I, I, no. no. Carter Page. Carter Page. Oh, Carter Page. Thank you. Carter Page. I mean, so they had to get the FISA warrant to surveil Carter Page. Ah, yeah. Or perhaps they could have just put a sign out on Carter Page's car. So. You know, do you understand? Yeah. I don't know. It's, It's just weird. It seems like they're, it's just weird. I don't know if it's bad or good. It's just weird. Carter Page, he needed to be surveilled. Well, here's here's what uh, Kat says. I don't know. Uh, uh, it says uh, Kat says federal law does not regulate surveillance. It seems surprising, but no. f- the fact is, federal government does not regulate surveillance cameras. Federal laws have very little very little say on how to balance the interests of privacy with the right to video your home or business. Fourth Amendment to the Constitution provides. Um, protection to individuals against unreasonable or unwarranted searches and seizures, and it comes closest to providing some kind of federal protection. So, but uh, yeah, they uh, don't care. That's true. That's you're just saying the federal that federal government it, does not regulate. It's surveillance. inadmissible in court unless it's inadmissible at court. Yeah. So, if you're going to use it in a court of law, if you're going to say somebody hit my, destroyed my property, and I have it on video, or somebody broke into my house, you can't use it. Yeah. Unless yeah. you unless, have a sign display. Unless you've made it right. clear that... Yeah, the feds oh, okay. don't, like I said to begin with, it doesn't matter if you don't have the sign out. I mean, they're not going to arrest you because you're surveilling your house. Oh, no, 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 yeah. No, no. 
No, they don't care. The federal law, but it, but it is against. But they won't admit it in a court of law. Yeah, I. Uh, interesting. Fascinating. So don't try stuff. to use the, the video in a court of law to prove. Don't do to, it. To, 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 right. Don't do okay. it. Okay. Uh, but anyway. I'm gonna uh, put a sign up in front of my house because my neighbor uses the ring. I'll and, give you one, just in case. And just I'll send, in case, I'll send you one. Happen. I'll send you one. Never tell you guys. Say that you've been. Go ahead. You're all being watched. It doesn't have to come from my house, but I know you're being watched, right? Right. Boom. Boom. Uh, I mean, the point. The point is, if if you're going, if if the video is going to come into a, a court of law, and you didn't have the sign displayed, of course, like, how do they know you had the sign displayed? So, like, the guy, the the police told me, he said, "Well, you just throw it out there, <laughs> you know, if you're going to use it." Hmm. You know, but I mean, there has to be a crime committed. I mean, they don't care. The federal government doesn't give a shit if you have forty cameras around your house. Did I ever? Uh, did I ever tell you about my no soliciting sticker I put on the front door? I. Uh, it, it it reads as as follows: Door knockers, please note this household charges fifty dollars per minute to listen to any sales pitch, religious messages, or fundraising stories. Payment required in advance by knocking or ringing our doorbell. You agree? You agree to the the terms stated above? <laughs> so. Boom. I yeah, got I really surly about people coming to my door a couple of years ago. I know. I know. Again, there is no law against using cameras. It's just if you want to try to use it in a court of law yeah. in, a, in an action. Got it. Okay. It's not going to be admitted yeah. under wiretap laws. So... Uh, Anyway, all right. Well, Rain, um, you want to you want to read some of the stuff from your uh, your yearbook? Oh, picky year, picky year. Oh, go go picky, and then I'll eighty three, eighty three. Okay, oh. eighty three. Here we go. That's good. <clears throat> I'll find a short one. Lorraine, thanks for being a good friend to me this year. Hope we're your friend always. You had better. Something because you had better something because mommy will hit you. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what know. does that mean? I don't know. I don't know what this word is better. So it looks like ras. You had better something last ras because mommy <laughs> will hit you. Well, have a wonderful summer and God bless. Good luck in the future. Jeez. Your friend Richard Morales. Yep. Mommy, right there. mommy will hit you. Mommy will hit you. <laughs> that was not. Wow. I just opened up. Wow. Wow. Mommy, do you want to. Mommy will hit you. <laughs> okay. Do, do you want to hear. Okay. I have to read my, my uh, public service announcement from uh, May 4th. You had 18, better. I'm 18th. still trying to figure this out. Go ahead, wow. Joe. I'm sorry. No, I said I'll have to read my public service announcement from May 4th, 1897. Maybe in the next segment. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm and trying I, to figure this. You better rest. It's a public service announcement for women. Oh, okay. Oh, I want. I got something to say before we go to the break. Uh, real, I'll keep this short. But we had a contractor out to the house uh, yesterday. 
And I am so pissed off. I am so pissed off that this guy wasted our time. Um, he ba- We're looking to get our sun porch redone. And we've had some very reasonable quotes from people. Um, mm-hmm. and But we're still trying to find the right person. And we, we got this, this company approached us about doing business. We probably got our name sold to them through, uh, you know, one of the home advisor or, uh, you know, the great garage company, the company that built our garage. And we have a very small sun porch that needs to be redone. The roof is fine. The foundation needs some work. And, uh, we basically need three walls built and you know the foundation needs some work and you know new you know um framing and stuff uh, you know a sliding glass door put in and some steps and two you know two windows sliding glass door and some steps not that major of an operation right this guy basically said he wouldn't get out of bed i won't say the number but it's it's twice as much as what we paid for our entire garage twice as much and our garage is huge huge and they demo they demoed the old one they took out the old concrete we've got an enormous patio it has four walls not three they they upgraded our electrical box they ran electric out to it and this butthole who came over here basically said he's not getting out of bed for for less than twice of what we paid for our garage and uh, in like half the value of our home <laughs> you know wow. i mean uh, uh, this is uh, you know and you know and he was he was going oh, oh yeah doing these really annoying annoying noises um and you know and, and just being real condescending and there was another project we wanted for the replace our, our bathroom window and he totally ignored that wouldn't even even entertain a price for that because i think it was too small of a job for him he just didn't even want to be bothered with that and it's like fuck you dude i when they call me it when his when when the owner of the company calls me back i'm gonna read him the riot act because that that is i mean he wanted like four times as much as what uh, uh two other contractors said to us oh four oh. times as much did for he give, three did he give walls. you the, the amount the amount on site? He said you're looking at starting at twice the amount of what you paid for your garage. Oh, you see Kenny Whether you... they whether they fix it or demo it and build from scratch. Either way, see? you're you're starting at twice the amount you spent on your garage. Such that bullshit. Would not have ended up well. such bullshit we just politely got him out and when when he left we're like oh my god oh my god oh my yeah yeah well bing uh, bing oh not that not that Um, oh my god yeah uh and also bing bing bong and that except those were all filthy disgusting swear words um i i wow you guys are way nicer than me because Bob would have probably had to be like shush, 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 shush to me. I, I mean, that's it, ridiculous. It, Susan was Susan didn't realize I was trying to get rid of him because she was like I was trying to get rid of him and I was like I was too. She's like, well, you're nicer about it than me. Um, but yeah, horse shit, horse shit, horse shit. The square footage. I mean, the square footage of our garage is three or maybe four times. Um, 
the the size of our sun porch. Yeah, I know that I can say that I know the sun porch. Yeah. Like, I remember that. It's that tiny. Nowhere cost more than your garage. It's tiny. It, and it's three walls. It's not even four walls. You don't have to build a roof. The roof is fine. You know, I mean, but now there's another guy. I, I called another guy immediately. Uh, that I'm just having a hard time getting him to return my call, but I know, know he does good work. So, but yeah. Have you called so. um, Have you called the garage, the people who did the garage? Nah, we talked to them about it, uh, and they're like, no, we just do garages. So they, um, they don't they do not re- uh-huh. do remodels. They're like, nope, we tear down garages and put new garages up. So okay. that's why they're called mm-hmm. the Great Garage Company. Um, so... Anyway, I just wanted to get it that get out get that out there. I just you know uh, yeah. I mean, this guy can fuck right off. You know, just like acting like he's not getting out of bed for for less than half the value of our house. Fuck you. I mean, starting wow. starting for one room, <laughs> one tiny room, three walls, three walls. I, I you know I and I was even gonna you know uh you know suggest getting a quote where I would do insulation and drywall because I can do that. I just don't have carpentry skills. So anyway, um, but now, but I wouldn't even entertain that because you know he probably oh you probably would said oh no you're still looking at X you know fuck you creep. So um, <laughs> anyway. Um, we're gonna, and he also looked like uh, the character Mike Armentrout from uh, Breaking oh, no. Breaking Breaking Bad. Really? Yeah, he really? looked like yeah, or, or is that what is that Mike uh, Armentrout? Was yeah. that his name? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who who is also you know somebody who kills people? So uh, <laughs> uh, he does concrete work too, but oh, um. Good. But yeah, so anyway, uh, he's also on Better Call Saul. But anyway, we got to go to the break. When we come back, uh, Joe Joe has a, a a PSA for us from the turn of the century, turn of last century, maybe. So Joe, <laughs> it's okay. We'll oh, figure. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah, I see. I, I was muting in advance of the uh, break. But anyway, uh, yes, eighteen ninety seven, uh, public service announcement for women. Oh, attention! Women. Listen up, ladies. For from eighteen ninety seven, May the fourth be with you. Is it anything? Like, is it anything like uh, <laughs> Joe Stool's advice? Oh, it's better. Oh, okay. Much All right, let's yeah, go to I'm the gonna break. Find, I'm going to find Joe Stool's advice. <laughs> too. All right, very good, very good. We'll we'll be right back with uh, advice for the ladies here on Turn Up okay. the Night. Okay. Ill advised advice. <laughs> Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. 
every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Interesting. All right, welcome back to the Tuesday edition. The Rural Juror. I don't know if anybody remembers that from, I think, 30 Rock, The Rural Juror. Rural Juror. Yeah. Uh, where, was that uh, an, epi- an episode of Matlock or something? No, it was a uh, it was a, a movie I think that um, uh, Jan Krakowski's character was supposed to be in called the Rural Juror, <laughs> and she and she kept calling the Rural Juror, <laughs> and, uh, because rural and juror are both kind of difficult words to say. I know I've always had a problem with the word rural. I have to del- I have to think about saying rural to get it rural. Because it'll come out, you know, roll route, roll route seven. <laughs> you know? uh, uh, I, they, actually, there was somebody who used to say royal route when I was a kid. They, um, I don't remember who that was. Somebody lived on a rural route when I was a kid, and they used to say royal route. Uh, but anyway, uh, welcome rural, back. Rural route. R- rural route, yeah. Rural route. Rural juror. Uh, so anyway, whatever. Uh, welcome back, uh, Joe Santos, Grant, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. He's here. Yes. What? Steamtown, and of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. The Beltway Bureau. Do you know what I I have in front of me? Der what? bubble. Uh, the the, the a surveillance some, uh, a surveillance sign that you have video surveillance. Or maybe uh, you, actually, some stool in front of you. I do. <laughs> Stool? I found it from 1982. Do do you want to uh, do you do you want to lead with that or, or you, you yeah you want to set up Joe's lady advice with uh with oh, uh, okay, Joe's yeah, lady 80, advice? Well, on your 82 thing. You know what? Let's let's lead with Joe's lady advice. No no no. This let's could work. I don't think so. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, do you want some kind of music for for this lady advice, Joe? Any anything you can think oh, of that would be? I don't think you'll you'll need it. It's kind of scary, actually. <clears throat> All right. Um, it's 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 from uh, the Scranton Times. Scranton, oh, Scranton Times. Scranton Times. Tuesday afternoon, May fourth. May the fourth be with you. Eighteen ninety seven. Okay. The title of this ad is women. Exclamation point. Don't wait. Oh. If you have any of these symptoms, act at once. Oh. Do you know the reason why you will go to the hospital, my friend? <gasps> because you have allowed yourself to go from bad to worse. <gasps> I'm scared. You did not know that that heat, swelling, and tenderness on your left side were all signs of congestion of the ovary. 
Wait a second. On the left side? That's what it says. I'm just reading this shit. Okay. Any intelligence. <laughs> okay. This is from 1897. I'm not making this up. No shit. Sure. You're not. I will send you the clip. Any intelligent woman would have told you that congestion of is fatal to the uterine system and that an ovary congestion leads to tumor formation and that you were in awful danger. What? Now. <laughs> just questions. Just yes, Meanwhile, I do have questions. Justice. Yes. Just the left side. Shall I go on? It's when I says. Now, you will have to undergo the operation of ovariotomy, the cutting out of the ovary. Oh my God. Yes, you will recover. At least I hope you will. But you will never. It doesn't say at least I hope you will. It does. I will send you this clip. Jesus Christ. Yes, you will recover. At least I hope you will. But you will never be quite the same woman again. Well, duh. Uh, congestion of the ovaries is fatal to the health. If you have any such symptom, be advised in time. Take a medicine of specific powers. You can find none better than Lydia E. Pinkham's vegetable compound. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. That's right. I said it's an ad. Wait, it's, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Yes. Prepared especially to meet the needs of women's sexual system. Oh, well. You can get it at any good druggists. I. Yes. Following, we publish a letter from a woman in Milwaukee, which relates to how she was cured of ovarian trouble. And it goes like this. Dear Miss Pinkham, I suffered with congestion of the ovaries and inflammation of the womb. I had troubled with suppressed and painful menstruation from a girl. I don't know which girl, but we won't get into that. The doctors told me the ovaries would have to be removed. I took treatment. <laughs> yeah. I took treatment two years to escape the operation, but still remained in miserable health in both body and mind. Expecting to part with my reason each coming month. After using one bottle of Lydia Pinkman's vegetable compound and a package of sanitative wash. Is the compound a goddamn cucumber, Joe? I don't know. It's Lydia Pinkham's vegetable compound and a package of sanitative wash. I'm just saying. I was very much relieved. I continued to use remedies. become a slave to a vegetable? <laughs> I continued to use your remedies until cured. The last nine months have passed in perfect good health. This I know I owed entirely to the vegetable compound. My gratitude is great, indeed, to the one whom so many women owe their health and happiness. And that's signed Mrs. F. M. Knapp. I have no desire to see you become a vegetable. <laughs> Kanae Knapp, 563 Wentworth Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I have no desire to see you become a vegetable. <laughs> so Why I, the left ovary? I'm obsessed I, with this. I Why don't would you know. become a slave to a vegetable? I'll repeat that line. You did not know that that heat swelling and tenderness on your left side were all signs of congestion of the ovary so what happens the next month when it's on the right side because well i guess they never heard of endometriosis in those days 
maybe. You know, which is probably why she was having painful uh, periods. But Aspersions got, on my asparagus. Uh, you know, far be it for me to, to doubt science. Oh, really? Science? <laughs> really, Joe? Well, Lydia Pinkham's <laughs> vegetable compound? How could you? And sanitative wash? I am doubting that science. <laughs> Just it looks like you're sitting on a cucumber all the time, you big dummy. <laughs> Could be. I, you know, take it for what it's worth, uh, girls. <laughs> I mean, if you want to save your health or your ovaries, get Lydia Pinkham's vegetable compound. So I tied an onion to my belt. <laughs> and then he could drug us. Vegetable compound? Yes, I, and sanitative wow. wash. Don't forget the sanitative so you wash. So you get the douche you get on the top. Douche. I mean, that literally is Summer's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Being and, hit and in the so, face with a tomato is not exactly so good. <laughs> and, and some vitamina vegemin. Oh, my God. Yes. You see what they were hawking back in 1897? Well, they're kind of hawking. The time is ripe to initiate hypnotransmithesis. Now the Earth's barbaric mammal people shall be hypnotized into a vegetable state, allowing my warriors to reap through the Earth's animal population and weed out all the human beings, leaving we, the Broccoloid Empire, to harvest the fruits of the Earth and plant the seeds of a new empire! <laughs> Sorry. Well, at least... At least well, they weren't advertising copper bracelets. Hey, look, that's it's on you if you ignore your obstructed ovaries. What can I tell you? You're, you're never going to be the same woman Calves again. the size of cantaloupes. There you go. Oh, here, here. Frozen uh, <laughs> rabbit. Frozen rabbit pitches in with the uh, Wikipedia to Lydia Pinkham's. Jesus Christ! There it is, Lydia Pinkham. She was there. Her medical po- look. Was Lydia gonna... a doctor? The ad doesn't say. Is the Doctor Phil a doctor? Is Doctor The Phil ad a just doctor? tells us that if you are ignoring that left side uh, of your your whatever, you your congestion so, could be fatal to the uterine system. The left side of your yeah. ovary ovarial area. Any other area? Well, don't ignore that left side sign. What can I tell you? Lydia Pinkham. Is it the left side when you're looking down or is it the left side when you're looking well, at? They actually have an that illustration. Could be right. They have an illustration of a young woman in a 1897 type dress holding her left side and leaning on a table. I'll tell you what. So as not to be- belabor this anymore, I'll clip this oh, out and post it in the, in the post. <laughs> in the, in the chat. <laughs> right out of the Scranton Times. Jesus. Yes. Excuse me. Can't, I can't, um can't. may have sampled some beans earlier. <laughs> Ken, you've been very quiet through this whole ordeal. <laughs> I'm looking for clips about vegetables. <laughs> what the hell? What the yes. hell? Yeah. Well, so is it, I don't is, know. Like I don't have I don't have ovaries. So, I don't have no, ovaries. you don't have ovaries, Joe. So I don't, I don't know what this left side is all about. 
I don't either. I have I have ovaries, and well, one month the left side works when they used to work. When they used to work, one one month the left maybe, side would work. And Lydia Pinkham's uh, next th- month right side would work. Pinkham. Right. Pinkham. 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 Ham. Ham farts? No. Not ham farts. She was not kosher. Not she ham was not farts. kosher. <laughs> Pink ham. Ham no, farts? She's a... <laughs> they ramp the ramparts. They ham the ham farts. Ham farts? Ham farts? Yes. No. Not ham farts. No. Okay. Anyway. I'm going to clip this in <gasps> The vegetable compound was con- consists of pleurisy root. Life root, fenugreek, unicorn root, and black cohosh. Whatever. Whatever. Wow. It's there. And then later on, Motherwort. Don't oh, she was she was an anti vaxxer. Don't don't mess with Lydia Pinkham. That's all I got to say. Your ovaries will regret it. Oh my god. Yes. The weed of crime bears bitter fruit. <laughs> I'm reaching here. <laughs> yeah. National Health Institute. The National Institutes of Health performed a 12-month uh-huh. randomized double-blind placebo-controlled tra- trial, compared several herbal regimens and menopausal hormone therapy, estrogen with or without progesterone, to placebo in women ages 45 to 55. Newton and colleagues found no significant difference between the number of daily hot flashes. And or night sweats. Normally, we're known by our fruits. Normally. I just... Holy fruit salad. Sorry, I got more fruit clips than vegetable clips, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think of uh, can of Aunt Lydia's uh, remedy for ovary? Uh, uh, you know, there's a word. There's God, what is the word I'm thinking of that, uh, that remedy reminds me? Oh, I know. Bullshit. Trump. I, Trump. I, I also just realized something else. What? <clears throat> In part of Aunt Lydia's um, herb, herb, whatever, mm-hmm. it was 18% alcohol. Oh! <laughs> so, well, so, so could you go wrong? Could you go wrong? Yeah. I mean, at the very least, they get drunk. Right? I demand to have some booze! There you go. Oh my god. Hi, Jeliza Rose. How are you doing, sweetie baby? So, Jeliza Rose is finally sort of almost kind of getting used to Tennessee in the house. But she's still how's, very, how's, uh, she's still very vigilant. How's her ovaries? Uh, uh, do they, does she still have them? <laughs> did you ask how her ovaries are? Well, did, yeah. Did she get, to, I, keep, did she get to keep those? Did, I mean, did, did those come out with the uterus? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Then uh, so you would have package. to you would ha- probably have to go find some of some kind of uh, ash pile somewhere to see how they're doing because I'm pretty sure they got incinerated with biohazard. Just taking a dark turn here tonight, people. But mm. she's still she's she's my lovely little girl though. She's a beautiful little bo- baby. She is beautiful, and she doesn't need Aunt Lydia's whatever because she doesn't have Aunt Lydia's vegetable compound. Yeah. <laughs> now with eighteen percent alcohol. Well, <laughs> you know, somebody's. somebody's I have no get... desire to see you become a vegetable. I I don't know where that clip's from, but I love it. So, wow, that see, 
you know, I'd like to say we've come far when it comes to advertising like that. But then mm-hmm. literally I see stuff like, oh, I wear my copper bracelet and I have the copper gloves. And mm-hmm. and there are so many stupid and I got magnets in my belt. Yes. <laughs> I mean. What? I got my crystals, Why? my crystal on my forehead. Well, anyway. I drink essential oils. There you go. There's the essential vegetable oils. There's the vegetable oils. There's the clipping from the Scranton Times. You can, as I read it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there's the illustration you can see if you open that up of the woman holding her left side. (laughs) That's definitely her left hand. Oi, my left side. Oh, my left side. She's leaning on the table. With her right hand. I d- I'll tell you I what. I might need you, some of this because my left, my lower left side is hurting. Maybe one of my ovaries right. is congested. Maybe, have- according to that picture, maybe something of the pain has to do with her freaking corset. Oh, God, no. Uh, That's healthy. That's well, healthful. No. That's healthful, Rain. Now, are we going to be, now, are we going to do corset shaming now? Is that what yes. we're going to Yes. Could you buy yes. could you buy this like out of the Sears catalog back in the day? Oh my god. <laughs> right next to like the electric underpants for a man. So now we're corset, <laughs> now we're corset shaming. This is what we've come to. I'm wearing electroshock underpants to stimulate I, I, my scrotum. I wonder why they only sent one package of sa- sanitative wash. <laughs> Wouldn't you need like several packages? Maybe. Oh no, you only get one <laughs> per month. That's it. Uh. <laughs> One per month, where you get to touch yourself and help yourself to achieve your best menstrual experience. That's pretty sad if you only get to touch yourself once a month. I mean, this—I thought this was going to have a turn, and it was going to be like one of those doctors offering special massages for ladies. Right. Oh no, Lydia wouldn't do that. Therapeutic massages. Because Lydia wants women to do it themselves. After they got drunk on her uh, snake oil. (laughs) So, so, oh, oh, I hurt on the left. Oh, let me take some Lydia. Oh, this, this is lubricating. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now I have, I have some doctor, uh, some doctor uh, uh, ads that are kind of gross. But you and my, no. I have electric underpants. <laughs> <laughs> I love those old ads with the guy wearing like the shock belt on his pecker. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is gonna work <laughs> on his penis. Don't say penis in this house. Yep. Shock it. <laughs> Let me turn up the power. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I felt that. Uh, so anyway. And you know what? For all that... Thanks, Obama! Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm loopy. <laughs> I'm really tired. But anyway... It's been a long day at the jury. It, it has been for the real <laughs> juror. Anyway, we have at least two birthdays coming up. I wrote them down. I was smart enough to do that. Um, I know. A big one. I yeah. have another one, by the way. Okay, good. So, uh, let's go ahead and go to the break with the Green News Report is here, everybody. Brand new episode coming your way. 
Uh, there was no new broadcast from yesterday because, hey, guess why? It was a holiday. MLK Day. Do have some more MLK audio we'll play later. If you guys want to talk about the impeachment trial, I'm fine with it. I just, I've been so out of the loop today. Uh, it's just, you know, I don't know. I don't think it's, I, don't, I personally don't think it's worth talking about at the moment, but that's because I, I, don't, I, ain't, I ain't got jack shit. So, they watched some of Val, Val Demings. I, I think I watched some of her, um, Florida. Senator Val. Oh, she's awesome. I, I love her. So uh, I was like, let put the news on. I'll try and catch up. And I was like, oh, she's just laying out the case. I know all this stuff already. So, but she did it yeah. well. She did it well. So, all right. Green News Report coming up when we come back. Name calling, birthday boners. And if anybody wants to uh, uh, do RCI, let me know in the chat room. Uh, we can do that. But the call number is still not working. I don't think it ever will again. Anyway, uh, yeah. Break time. We'll be right back right after this. Something is going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. It's Tuesday, January 21, 2020. New study, unfortunately, uh, bears even more bad news if there can't be enough bad news for the planet. The amount of heat we've put into the world's oceans over the past 25 years equals 3.6 billion Hiroshima bombs, according to a new report. We're going to see a a much bigger shift in capital than we currently uh, anticipate. Climate change, a growing concern for corporations and banks. Plus... To quote one federal judge, this is no ordinary lawsuit. Federal appeals court dismisses Climate Kids lawsuit. All of those explosive stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The seventh debate just ended. Six candidates, all of them white. The only person happy about this was Greta Thunberg. Yeah, because the stage was so white, it reflected sunlight back into the atmosphere. (laughs) This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, explosive news from this new ocean warming uh, heat report uh, that just boggles the mind. (laughs) Yes, yes, it does. The report finds that 2019 was the warmest year on record for the world's oceans, going back to at least 1950. That's according to a new study in the journal Advances in Atmospheric Sciences. The last five years were the hottest five years ever recorded in the oceans, and the past 10 years were also the top 10 hottest years ever recorded in the ocean. And the rate of ocean warming is accelerating. Now, the oceans absorb about 93 percent of the planet's excess heat that's trapped by greenhouse gases from human activity. It's the equivalent of dropping four to five atomic bombs into the ocean every second, day and night, for the past 25 years. Now, I heard that statistic. I thought it couldn't be true. I looked it up. I looked into it. And yeah, that appears to be it. Four or five Hiroshima bombs every second, every day, every night, every week, every year for the past 25 years. That is how much heat 
we have put into the oceans. And it matters because hotter oceans expand and melt ice, raising sea levels. They alter weather circulation on land, intensifying the water cycle. And that leads to more severe storms, droughts and wildfires like we're seeing in Australia right now. And the record-shattering snowfall that buried Newfoundland, Canada over the weekend. Warming oceans harm marine life by disrupting ecosystems that are critical to species that humans and animals rely on for food. In fact, another new study blames the mass die-off of seabirds from California to Alaska in 2015 on record warm ocean temperatures that rippled throughout the ocean food web. You know, somebody really ought to do something about all of this. Well, they're thinking about it at least. Public campaigns to pressure Wall Street and the banking industry to stop financing fossil fuel projects may actually be working. BlackRock, the world's largest investment fund that manages nearly $7 trillion, is adopting a new investment strategy, selling fossil fuel holdings to focus on projects that support environmental sustainability. Founder and chief executive Larry Fink told investors in a letter, quote, we are on the edge of a fundamental reshaping of finance. The evidence on climate risk is compelling investors to reassess core assumptions about modern finance. Well, take your time, investors. What's the rush? Climate concerns are also pervasive in the annual gathering of the world's wealthy and corporate elites at the World Economic Forum that's getting underway in Davos, Switzerland this week. For the first time in its 15-year history, the environment and climate change filled all top five spots in the conference's annual risk report of concerns. In advance of the conference, computer giant Microsoft announced an ambitious goal to be carbon negative by 2030 in all of its operations. Carbon negative means actually removing carbon from the atmosphere, which will require development of new technologies that don't actually exist yet. In an interview with CNBC, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella said that the coming damages from climate change threaten capitalism itself. The capitalist system that we all enjoy, I think, will fundamentally be in jeopardy if the planet, which is the resource, the factor of production that has fueled all of our capital, capitalist society, will be in danger. Finally, there was a major setback in the U.S. courts. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals on Friday rejected a lawsuit brought by 21 children and young adults against the U.S. government for violating their constitutional rights in failing to take action on climate change. While the judges all agreed that climate change is an urgent problem and the government understands the scale of the damages, they nonetheless ruled that climate policies must come from the executive and legislative branches. However, in a blistering dissent, Judge Josephine Statton wrote, quote, it is as if an asteroid were barreling toward Earth and the government decided to shut down our only defenses. Seeking to quash the suit, the government bluntly insists it has the absolute and unreviewable power to destroy the nation. And apparently the judiciary can do nothing about it, according to this ruling. The Climate Kids plan to appeal. Keep fighting, kids. We need you. For much more on all of these reports and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. This is Indy Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower.
This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! These were my friends, and they were made out of gin boxes. Yeah, I didn't have anything that great at hand, so that's what you got. And Newsflash, you stupid fucking cock! That's the best I had! Uh, so, uh, anyway, I have something fun for name-calling tonight, if you guys agree with this. Uh, I think I would like to give everyone a classic cassette tape tonight. Oh. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. I, I, I um, got, uh, hey? Can I... Can I... I I, I don't know how to seg into this. Welcome back, but, Rain from Four Freedoms Log, Washington, D.C. What did I do? No, you didn't do anything. Okay. And I'm sorry I'm being cool. pushy, but um, a friend of the show, living on Long Island. Yes, I, I was going to talk about this uh, oh, tonight. Okay. But no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Please, please do. Uh, he posted He posted <clears throat> yesterday. Um, and I, I want to mention it before we get ahead of, you know, Anyway, um, he, he posted onto his Facebook page, I don't talk about much about myself these days as I was hoping my fortunes would improve. Instead, it's reason 5,000 as to... Anyway, my right foot caught an infection over the last few weeks, which made it difficult to walk. When I went to have it looked at, they sent me to the hospital, and Friday they operated on it. I had a partial amputation of my foot because of my diabetes, and now I'm waiting on a follow-up, so I will be able to start walking again and getting back to normal. So, um, Stephen Knoll is his name in real life, N-O-L-L, yes. on Facebook. Please send him love and light. And he put I, I his... He put his room number in the hospital where he is. Yes, so. his room number is, um, he's at Nassau University Medical Center, room 924A. So, yeah. So, uh, he's go, been a, yeah. He's been a friend of ours at Four Freedoms for well over 10 years, and he's been a friend of Turn Up the Night for probably five, six years. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and I feel very comfortable with you reading that because you, you've known him for a lot longer than I have. So, um, yeah. in, in real life, IRL, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I've only, uh, I've only met him, uh, the one time at your party last year. We had a great time together, but you know, he's yeah. a tough guy. He's going to pull through this. Um, it's, you know, a situation, you know, not ideal, but I've heard of a lot worse. So, you know, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt or no, it's just, no, 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 no. It, it dawned on me and needed to be mentioned. Now what's no. interrupting me is all these fucking texts <laughs> i've got all these people texting me about nonsense um so uh but anyway um yeah so uh get well uh living we love you man um and uh i know yes, you, you'll pull yes. out of this just fine you're gonna do great so uh but yeah and of course welcome back uh, to joe santorsa scranton pennsylvania the Electric City, and because yes. your in Rain's yearbooks inspired me, Joe. So uh -huh. I'm going to give everybody a cassette tape from 1984, and then I'm going to tell you about the cassette tapes I yeah. picked up the other day. I got more to read from. I picked okay. up I picked up uh, some cassette tapes from the uh, from the thrift mm -hmm. store the other day for fifty cents a piece. Very excited. Yeah, we went to half for day, and I, I found some good stuff. One of them you're going to fucking love, Joe. Um, but
but yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna give everybody a cassette tape from 1984. I will try and suit uh, suit them to everybody's personalities. So uh, here I we hope go. One's a Bruce Springsteen. Is it a Bruce Springsteen? Calm down, Joe. Yeah, okay. Seriously. <laughs> Why are you trying I, to spoil I this? Some, I need Lydia's. I need Lydia's compound, maybe. All right, here's your here's your because uh, he's got an ovary. Here's your jingle, you you joker. <laughs> You'll have to scrant with me. A place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm gonna have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up, it's gonna be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and Joe's garage. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go. Okay. And by the way, before we start, just a well, warning because uh-huh. of federal wiretap laws. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not recording this. I am. No, but Ken is. Okay. Oops, um, I forgot to hit record. I'm sorry. No, oops. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All I just right. want you to be aware that, you know, that uh, we're not violating any federal wiretap laws. Yeah. Okay. So, um, to start things off, uh, usually it's Adam on top, but in t- right now He's it's listening. Francie. I know Adam is listening. So, s- okay. s- since I well, know Adam is listening, uh, I'm going to give him Van, right. ha- Van Halen's 1984 from 1984 right. on cassette. Okay. Okay. In France, Adam? so for, so Francie's next. Francie's next. Francie's next. I'm gonna give Francie a cassette copy of "I'm Your Private Dancer, <gasps> Dancer for Money." Yeah. I I would think you were gonna give her a Talking Heads cassette, but that's come on. Me. Private Dance is a classic album. I love that I, album. I I know, I know, I know, but she has the heads. Get it? Frankie oh, I see. I see. Dance. Yeah, yeah. I was playing off the heads. I got gotcha. you. Anyway, yeah. Heather. Heather. Mmm. You know what? I think I think Heather's gonna like this one a lot. Gonna give her "Heartbeat City" by the Cars, 1984, on cassette. Ooh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. A lot of great albums in 1984. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, we have Jay Collie. Jay Collie. How about Purple Rain by Prince and the oh, Revolution? Nice. nice. Purple yeah. Rain. Nice. Nice. Okay. Next is Cat. Did you skip yourself? No. No. I'm way down. He's Marnus. Oh, you're, you're Marnus. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Oh, Cat. for some. Cat, I gotta, I gotta be, I gotta make sure this is good for Cat. She's not gonna forgive me if I don't give her uh, something. Extremely appropriate, and um, oh, I think Cat will approve of this. I sure hope so. Defenders of the Faith, Judas Priest, great album, great album from 1984. Uh, so there, yeah, so, okay, there, there, who's next? Okay, Joey Word is next. Joey Word, 
I got the perfect album from 1984. Isn't Ken Senior? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Wait. Oh my God. Oh my God. What? What are you Ken Senior. Well, how about you, Kenny Pick Junior? Oh, I'll take I'll take all the all the ones. I'll take Dio, the last in line for myself. Um, and your dad, dad, hi, dad. Um, well, we'll give him Don Henley building the perfect beast. I like that. Oh, that's a good one. That's a great Boys of Summer, Dirty Laundry. Oh yeah, he was a yes. he, dad, dad was a fan, oh, big fan. Dad, dad was a big fan of um, uh, uh, Miami Vice at the time too, and and Henley was featured oh. on a Miami Vice, so that would make sense. Have a deadhead sticker on a Cadillac. Yeah. Okay. Um, Joey Word, cool black dude. Perfect album. Perfect album. Ride the lightning, Metallica. On cassette. Ooh. I have no idea, but okay. Um, <laughs> how, about, how about you well let me see I'm going to go ahead and give you um, Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen ah! from 1984 oh. you could have given me greetings from Asbury Park New Jersey but no. that's it's from 1984. Oh, 84. Okay, These are cassettes, yes. cassette tapes from right. 1984. Asbury Park was in the 70s. I'm sorry, I'm at the wrong decade. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, due to fire, federal wiretap laws. Okay. Um, meow, goodness. Meow. Oh, meow. meow. I, I don't know Meow's musical taste that much, but I bet this is going to be a hit. Mm-hmm. I would hope. Mm-hmm. 1984 on cassette tape. U2's The Unforgettable mm-hmm. Fire. Oh, nice. <gasps> nice. Uh, how, oh, here we have Michelle. Oh, Michelle. Ooh, I gotta make sure. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. There, there's so many, so many things to choose from, and I know her musical taste to a certain degree, but I want to make sure I do this right. Um, and, uh, oh man, I, the music ran out already. So let me see. Let me, let me take one last look. I think, uh, 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 all right. I don't know if she's a big fan, but it's a great album. You know what? Actually, you know what? From 1984, hate me if you like, but like a virgin by Madonna. Great album. I don't know if you were a Madonna fan, Michelle, but some great songs came off of that. Sweet God, I love that album. Wow. Okay, then we have... Well, Miles. How about Miles? Miles Lagan? Hmm. Let's see. If he doesn't like this, we'll, uh, we'll let Michelle take it. Um, let's go with uh, Breaking Hearts, Elton John. <gasps> nice. 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 Um, okay, Moonmare. Moon Mare. Mm. There's a lot to pick from. I don't know Moon Mare's musical taste that well, so let's go with um, maybe she maybe she would like Legend by Bob Marley. That was came that out in 1984. Huh? Huh? That, I was gonna say, was that 84? Yeah, it's. I think it's a, a compilation, but it came out in 94. Okay. Or, or she could have Into the Gap by the Thompson Twins. 
Mm. Mm. Either way. Okay. We're up to president. Presidents. Um, I don't know. Presidents. Um, uh, we'll give you the learning to crawl by the pretenders. Okay, I like that. I like that. All right. Well, I'm a pretenders fan. Okay. Uh, oh, next is Rain. Rain, I got one for you. And let me make sure I've, I found it. Oh, man. I uh, What was the one I was going to give you? There's so many good albums. I'm scrolling through them. <laughs> and, oh, man. I, and you've already liked so many of them so far. I know. That was my year. Oh, no, no. I found, I found it for you. I know what it was. Um, because you sang this earlier, uh, I guess Street Talk by Steve Perry. Oh, Sherry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was I actually, that's one I actually own on cassette, too. <laughs> oh, Sherry, I'm in love. Hold on. That was the first time a boy held my hand in the backseat of a car. Oh, was wow. it Joe Stewart? To that song. It's a good thing you took care of those ovaries. That's all I can say. Well, I had to push the hand aside because my left ovary was inflamed. Ah, okay. Oh, that's the one that usually gets you. <laughs> how, okay. How many, how many we got left? Sandy and Derwood. Sandy. Uh, how about Tonight by David Bowie on cassette tape, <gasps> 1984. Okay. I hope you have a good one for Theo. Theo? Well, mm -hmm. Theo... I probably could have a good one for Theo, although he's not the biggest. Um, uh, he, uh, let me see. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, this is a tough one. Theo, Theo doesn't necessarily like 80s music that much. But um, we'll, we'll say... Um, how about R.E.M. Reckoning? I, 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 have I a was feeling. thinking that! Maybe that might be a good one for him. Okay. I, I think this is a good one. This is for Tim Cormel. Tim Cormel. How about Wham! Make It Big? I like that. I like It's a great that. album. Okay. Okay. And I like Wham. So okay. that's good. That's good. Uh, and last but not least, Trojan Rabbit. Hmm. I, this is tough. This is tough. I know he likes a lot of different stuff, and but I don't know. I don't know if he would like this. Uh, but uh, we'll say, give my regards to Broad Street, Paul McCartney from 1984. Well, that's a good one. So, I didn't even give anybody Power Slave by Iron Maiden. I'm so. surprised you didn't give anybody Footloose. Well, I wasn't doing soundtracks. I didn't want to go with soundtracks. So, um. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so there, there's some good stuff there. And uh, anywho, um, oh yeah, so here we go. Before we get to birthday banners, I found four. Uh, uh, listen, you can hear them. Listen to those cassette tapes. That's a real foley of cassette well, tapes. Let's not forget a, a very important. There's a mom. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll do the birthdays in a second. I just want to tell you what okay. I got on cassette tape the other day. Uh, from roughly around that same era, I got the Hooters Nervous Night, with uh, of course has all you or and we dance and all you zombies on it. Great album. And we danced. I don't know this album, but it's Quarter Flash. Take another picture. I just was like, eh, it's Quarter Flash. It's I love that album. It's Fifty the, Cents. 
I know that we don't Do have you... the same taste in music. So. Well, I, I think uh, I, I want. I'm curious about Quarter Flesh. I, you know, um, Brian Adams cuts like a knife. Great album, 1983. Got that on cassette tape. Um, and you know what? I... You know what? Let's go back. Can we go back for a minute to the yearbook? That was my prom. His his song Heaven. Yes. That was my prom theme song. Oh wow! So yeah, this is yep. earlier. This is earlier than that, so because this is eighty three. This this one has some good. It cuts my like prom an, was in eighty four. We yeah. had junior prom. We didn't have senior prom. Oh gotcha! Heaven. Dun, 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 dun. Was that on? And it's all da 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 da. That was off of Into the Fire because that was the album that came out after Cuts Like a Knife. I don't know that. I thought it was um, okay. All right, sorry. I'm not sure, but then I found a compilation album uh, called "Music for the Miracle." Various uh, artists for the T.J. Martell Foundation: Huey Lewis in the News, Brian Adams, Hall and Oates, uh, oh. John Waite, Till Tuesday, Wham, Sade, um, or Sade, Sade, Sade. Uh, I'm sorry, I have a co-worker that goes by Sade, and her name's spelled the same way, so... Uh, it has Springsteen, Cover Me, Pointer Sisters, Cindy Lauper, Tears for Fears, <gasps> um, Lionel Richie, REO Speedwagon, and Paul Young. So, yeah, 50 cents, 50 cents. And then for Joe, <laughs> let me see what year this is from. Uh, this is from 1986. Father Guido Sarducci, Breakfast in Heaven. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had that one. I think is it music? Because it looks like it's it's music. I don't think so. It's because it only has like ten tracks on it, so it, it kind of looks like. And because one of them, one of the tracks is called "Duda." <laughs> Be, it, it, is, it is here's here's the track listing: opening remarks, "Duda," beer on buses, "Happy Birthday," "Let's Bomb Canada." <laughs> um, I don't think that song's. No, these these are these are clips of his comedy. Okay, yeah. So Columbus sink uh or Sincenial, <laughs> uh the Vatican Inquirer, Breakfast in Heaven, Father Sarducci takes questions, and medley of Beatles tunes. There you go. Yeah, so uh Trojan Rabbit says his his favorite from the eighties would have been uh uh from eighty four would have been Drive by the Car. Well Drive didn't come out. Oh, or was that on the? I, I don't know. Um, the the Cars album I think was. The Drive came out before 1984. Heartbeat. Heart. Did was it on Heartbeat City? Not um, good at that. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking. I'm looking at the track list. Yeah, Heartbeat City had Drive on it. So, but uh, anyway, all right. I didn't see anybody say they wanted to be on Reverse Collins, so I guess we'll just do. Uh, uh, and Theo says he can handle REM. So. Uh, President says uh, Pretenders is good, but REM or U2 would have been better. Okay, all right. So, oh wow. Uh, so, so it's it, it worked out. Uprising. Okay. There's an uprising. In you the can't even lot give of, stuff away. There's a lot of good music. There's a lot of Moon Mare says Bob Marley's a good pick. Very cool. Um and um, yeah. So it looks like yeah. And Joey definitely was happy with Metallica Ride the Lightning. Uh so. 
But anyway, um, and Kat says Defenders of the Faith was good. Very good. Very good. I know she she's, uh, appreciates Judas Priest as much as I do. Uh, but all right, let's go ahead and uh, get to birthdays. This is exciting. We have yeah. some really great birthdays today. Uh, starting with Joey Word, of course. And big, big birthday. Big, big birthday. Francie's mama. Another 83rd, big one. 83rd. Birthday today, and um, yeah, and what were you gonna say? Uh, did you have um, another another big one, Joe? Uh, other than that, other than the Francie's mom? No, no, no those are okay. Two. And then Ray, Ray and you had one. My mom's birthday is on the twenty third. All right, <clears throat> nice. Her, her birth date is one, two, three, four, five. So I, I don't know how that makes her what seventy five. Somewhere in that ballpark. I, sh- I should know that. Shouldn't I? Maybe. But yeah, who am I to judge? Terrible daughter. So. <laughs> my mom's birthday is January twenty third. All right. So Rain's mom, Francie's mom, Joey Word, John Boehner has a very special greeting for you. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. Welcome to my birthday. My, my record is sealed. By Ronald Reagan. There you go. <laughs> That's for Joey. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, happy birthday to everybody. Uh, wow, some great birthdays in January this year. This this uh, I always forget. I mean, we we've got a few months that are like huge for for people's birthdays, and January is one of them. So, very nice. So, uh, Joe, what track do you want to hear off of Father Greeno Sardut? No. <laughs> Uh, I'm kidding. It's on cassette tape. I can't do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, happy birthday to everybody. Uh, yeah, we, we're we not, obviously, we're out of time for, for name calling. But I hope everybody enjoys their cassette tapes. And uh, hopefully uh, you still have your Walkmans. I actually do have my Walkman. Oh, that's awesome. What color is it? Yep. Uh, black. Black and nice. gray. Yeah, oh, I had nice. a black and gray one too. Did it warble when you ran with it? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Mine, it, when I would, I never uh, ran with uh, it. I never ran with my Walkman. I would, oh, okay. I would walk to my friend's house listening to the Walkman. When I when I would walk uphill, uh, because we had a pretty steep hill, that I would walk up to to get to my buddy Scott's house uh, on Taylor Avenue in. Uh, uh, in the town where I grew up and, uh, it would, it, you know, if I'd pound pavement pretty hard going up that hill, it, it'd go way, way, way a little bit, <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, it would do that. It didn't skip as bad as my stupid CD, uh, Walkman that I had. I had that too. 
Yeah. I had that too, and I I did not like it. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, so uh, sometimes, but it, it, I like we liked it more for the car when we had a cassette player in the car, our old uh, Chevy Prism, because uh, it had a cassette player in it, and we uh, you know used that with the little you know the cassette adapter <laughs> you'd put in there. Um, yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 So yeah, so we we liked it for that, but uh, but yeah, it skipped a lot. A lot. I don't think it was a super high quality. It, actually, it might have been a Sony. I don't remember. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, but now we've got a CD player built into our car. <laughs> uh, we don't have we don't have fancy like X Sirius XM or anything like that in our car yet. But next time around, maybe we have the CD player in our truck. That's true. That's true. So. But uh, anyway, uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and go to the break. And when we come back, uh, anything goes, really, anything goes. Um, because again, I'm the rural juror. <laughs> <laughs> Not really rural anymore. I am wearing a nice rural-looking flannel, nice lumberjack flannel. But uh, there you go. yeah, <laughs> so. That's and, Where it's uh, duty. and I've got my crazy man beard. Do they, they have a dress code there, by the way? Uh, it, it, it's just you know, um, they, they they said what it was that it's casual, but not. They there's don't wear t-shirts that say guilty or innocent. <laughs> you know, basically, <laughs> you know. Um, huh. And uh, yeah, I, I actually I've got a little funny story about that. That the the How about a thumbs up, thumbs down t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah, i don't know i wouldn't do it i wouldn't do it so yeah. i wore a kiss t-shirt under my flannel but you couldn't see that um but anyway uh let's go ahead and uh, go to the break and we'll be back with more turn up the night right after this the only time i think i've ever been able to understand myself was on turn up the night with kenny pick then things were really clear. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> And now, on with the show. What do lawyers and sperm have in common? Oh, just... Um, three million... No, wait. Um, one in three million have a, a chance, chance of, of becoming, becoming a human, human being. being. <laughs> <laughs> Love that one. Welcome to another edition of... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Time for lawyer jokes. Why not? 
It's all part of the judicial process. Uh, welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Yes, today was the first day of jury duty for me, uh, and boy, are my arms tired. Uh, so, and, and oy, my aching ovary. Um, is it on your left side? It is. <laughs> yeah, I've got some lower back pain. It might be, might be my might my recover. congested ovary. At least I think you will. Yeah, I got to get some vegetables inside me. Uh, <laughs> and of course, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back. Do you know why? No, I, there are no more Walkmans around. Um. I give up. Why are there no more Walkmans around? Because they violated federal wiretap laws. No. <laughs> That's not true. But uh, Rain, from, <laughs> Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to the program uh, to you as well, Rain. Hi. Hi. I'm back. And President says, Kenny, it's called a Walkman for a reason. If you're running, get a run, man. Waka waka. <laughs> yeah. So so I, I just got to thinking about it. I wanted to hear my lawyer jokes clip from uh, Better Call Saul. Uh, since great. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, so th this is this is the best one. I, I tell these jokes all the time to people who have never seen Better Call Saul. Uh, I stole them from the show. All right. What's the difference between a vacuum cleaner and a lawyer on a motorcycle? The vacuum cleaner has the dirt bag on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lawyer jokes. I've only been in the mailroom a week and I've heard maybe a hundred. Yeah. It all comes from a place of affection. Sure, of course. What do you get when you cross the godfather with a lawyer? An offer you can't understand. Yay! <laughs> Very clever. Yeah. And believe me, I have nothing but the utmost respect for your profession. Uh -huh. I mean, it's a pillar of... Oh, why do they bury lawyers under 20 feet of dirt? Because deep down, they're really good people. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, what do you call a lawyer with an IQ of 60? Your Honor. Your Honor. Yeah. What's the difference between a tick and a lawyer? Oh, no. The tick falls off when you're dead. <laughs> Love that one. You like that? <laughs> Just joking. I, I want you to know how seriously I take my job. I'm the, grateful for the... Oh, how many lawyers does it take to change a light bulb? Classic setup here. Three. One to climb the ladder, one to shake it, and one to sue the ladder company. <laughs> I'm a gold. I'm here all night. I'm here all night. <laughs> I'm here all week. Oh, I love Skip that. The veal. Yeah. Bob Odenkirk is so good. I'm so glad. He is. I've said this before on the show, but I've been a fan of his since the the late '90s from Mr. Show, and I I wanted to see more of him somewhere and let him shine, not just in a a sketch comedy show or anything like that. His delivery is brilliant. He's a brilliant actor. He's a brilliant comedian. Uh, he's a brilliant writer and director, producer, everything. He does everything. But when he landed the 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 Saul, you know, Saul Goodman or Saul Jimmy Goodman. Jimmy um, McGill uh, on Breaking Bad, I loved it. And then when they announced that they were going to do a prequel. With him, and it was Better Call Saul. I was I was over the fucking moon, and I can't wait for that series to come back. It's come. It's, it was. Uh, yeah, it's coming. 
Yeah, it's uh, coming back. Um, I think uh, it's this season. spring. Uh, it, yeah. It, yeah, I think it probably is. It would make sense if it was the final season. Yeah. So, uh, and some more familiar faces are coming back. Uh, and I'll, I'm sure we'll see the contractor who came over to my house the other day. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Mike Armentrout. I forget that actor's name, but I love him. I, I like Mark Mike, uh, Mike Armentrout more. And the contractor who came over, his name actually was Mike. He looked like him as soon as he left. I was like, he looked like Mike Armentrout, didn't he? <laughs> And Susan's like, you're right. Um, uh, Armin Trout. I forget how to. Uh, uh, let me just look for Mike Breaking Bad. There we go. Um, Jonathan Banks. Er- Ermin Trout. Ermin Trout. That's Ermin what Trout. it is. Ermin yeah. Trout. Yeah, Jonathan Banks. Mike great, Ermin great Trout. actor. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, but somebody's going to have to explain to me why he looks older in the prequel to, uh, better Call so, to, to breaking bad. I'm kidding. You don't have to explain. He's just older. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, suspension of disbelief. Uh, but anyway, would kill and, and uh, a lawyer say it again. The difference between roadkill and a lawyer. Oh, um, there's skid marks before the roadkill. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I did know that one. Do you know any lawyer jokes, Rain? Rain. No. No. No, I really don't. Sorry. That's okay. Anyway, do you have some? Uh, do you have? Any, did you find any more quotes from your yearbook, Rain? Yes. Oh, good. Let's go. Because I have some more medical news from 1890. Do you want some? Sure. I mean, seriously, do you want some? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm looking up lawyer jokes. All right. Because then I have some more uh, medical advice from 1894. I don't. Okay. My my yearbook quotes are more real than your medical advice. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We'll see. I've got two. I've got two. The second is going to be Joe Stool. Okay. (laughs) Now, the, the quote this I'm going to give you is from a guy. Th- th- huh? This better be easy to pass. It, well, it'll be. The quote I'm going to, the, the yearbook thing I'm going to give you is from a guy who is actually a firefighter. And he's a good, he's a good personal friend. My dad wanted me to date him. Okay. This right. is really important. I have a lawyer joke that might have, actually relate to that too, but continue. <laughs> you guys have heard me talk about my dad. So this is from uh, Joe Franco. Okay. Are you there? Oh my God! I'm sorry. I'm here. My my yearbook oh, muted I, me. Okay, I, th- I was like, did did I lose everybody? <laughs> no. I was no. stunned. So this is this is from a, a friend of mine. Hey, who's still what a friend happened? Of mine. Still a friend of yours. It's Still a friend. Joe Franco. My right. dad wanted me to date Joe. I graduated in '85. He graduated in '82. The All senior right. is um, Joe Stool. Okay. Lorraine, I hope you have a good time in high school. It's not easy to do. Look at me. Good luck in the future. Love, Joe. 
What a guinea. What a guinea? Guinea? Joe wrote this. He's a Joe Frank? wrote this. He's Italian. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Just, all right. So, th- yeah, that was a guy that my dad wanted me to date. Well, was, I, and and you didn't because? Um, Because he was Joe Franco. And he just wasn't and your type. And I was, he wasn't my type, and I was friends with his sister who was in my class. Mm. Ah, okay, yeah. That could make yeah. it weird. Yeah, this is the thing. Here, here it is. I didn't I just what a guinea. He wrote what a guinea. What he a called guinea? himself a guinea. Wow, because that that was a that was a slur used in The Godfather, I believe, too. Ay, caramba. Mm. Um, now listen here, my crab friend. Because <laughs> he called it, he called he called him something else before he called him a crowd McFriend. <clears throat> he used that word that Rain said, followed by another word that started with G. Joe, by the way, right now is a captain in Poughkeepsie, New York Fire Department, and I'm proud of him. Of course he is. Good, good. I got a firefighter-related lawyer joke. Do you want Do you want the coup de gras? Um, well, let me tell the lawyer joke real quick and I'll give it to you. It's, it's short. As a lawyer woke up in the hospital after surgery, he says, why are all the blinds drawn here? The nurse answered, there's a fire across the street and we didn't want you to think the operation had been a failure. <laughs> okay. That's why I don't like because, lawyer jokes. Because the lawyer would have thought he woke up in hell. Hell. Get it? So... All right, it wasn't that great. <laughs> yeah. Well, All you right. know, it was uh, circuitous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. What's the coup? De, what's the coup de gras, Rain? The actual Joe Stool yearbook. Yes. Lorraine, to a nice girl who's quite temperamental. Mm. As long as you keep that temper down. Wow. <laughs> as long as you. God damn it, he was such a jerk. A little editorializing <laughs> there, isn't there? No, I'm not editorializing. Oh, him. From him, him. from him. Him, oh. him. To a nice girl who is quite temperamental. As long as you keep that temper down, down. you're nice as can be, and you should keep it down all the time. Oh! You chill. You were just, you were just mansplained. He what? He d- <clears throat> you were just I, mansplained. I'm not even done. Meanwhile, wow. at the Hall of Justice. Go ahead. <laughs> it seems like you'll not, never graduate. But the time will fly. Take it easy. And God bless, Joe. He so, mansplained me. He mansplained you big time. Hashtag blessed. Right into your yearbook. Oh, my God. I didn't know it at the time. No, but he he gave you a major, major mansplain. I, I'm, I, major mansplain. He gave you life advice from a man to a nice girl. To a nice, nice girl. girl. Wow. He needs to keep her opinion. Quite temperamental as long as you keep the temper down. You're nice as can be, and you should keep it down. All right. God damn it! I'm gonna yes. find Joe Stool. Wow. 
Wow, you know, like, you should keep your opinions to yourself as a girl. I need to make this clear, guys. I really, really had a crush on him. I can't see why. I can't either. Now I'm now that I'm where I am. And Could you imagine being married to that guy? No. He'd be mansplaining all night to you. No. Honey. No. Wow. Hey. <clears throat> hey. Hey, Rady. Give me a beer. <laughs> Fix me turkey pot pie. Bring me a beer over here, okay? Rainy. Rainy, you listening? Beer. Oh, can I play? Ra- this is this is this might be. I, this, my crush on him was because he was so handsome. This uh, might be. This might be overly offensive, but it is from the film The Breakfast Club. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it. Yes. Shut up, bitch. Who fixed me turkey pot pie? That sounds like Joe Stool to me. <laughs> yeah, it does. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I haven't even begun to read. <clears throat> Ken, you got a chance to see some of the Joe Stool diaries. I'm gonna. This was. I might this change was from the freaking yearbook. I might change some of these uh, some of these lawyer jokes to Joe Stool jokes. What do you What do you call twenty five skydiving Joe Stools? A shitload. Skeet. <laughs> what happens what happens to Joe's stool when you give him Viagra? He gets taller. Um God damn it. I really liked him. What was wrong with me? I was, I don't I was see. in the ninth grade. I was in I was I was young. I got I got one for you. What's black and brown and looks good on Joe's stool? Joe's stool? A Doberman Pinscher! <laughs> <laughs> what comes out of a Doberman Pinscher? <laughs> Joe, Joe Stool! Stool. <laughs> so, wow! Uh, how do you get oh, Joe Stool? He was temperamental. Oh, man, that he one's too dark. I right, won't do it. He mansplained you right, right, right in your yearbook. It, yes! Boy, he did yes. it right there for 1982. Posterity. So he graduated in 1982. I was. What? You were mansplained in perpetuity. I I was mansplained in perpetuity in, the, in my freshman year. Perpetuity. So don't even tell me that. Don't even tell me that mansplaining didn't exist. I mean, wow! Yeah, you're the one. You took it. I didn't know, Joe. I was in ninth grade. I was like, oh my gosh, he was so. He signed my yearbook. <laughs> what an insult. <laughs> I didn't. Wow. I have, I, literally, I have not read this part. <clears throat> oh my God. I haven't read this in fucking 20 fucking years. I'd call him up right now. Joe? On the show. Stop it. On the show. Stop it. Stop it. You're not. You are missing the point. Maybe we could the do point, a reverse call in. The point is, is that men have been mansplaining to, or boys have been mansplaining to girls for years. I would have never, even back in the sixties. I know you did. I would Joe. never have written that in <clears throat> any girl's yearbook. Of course, no girl ever asked me. Well, that's to write in your yearbook, so right, there was well, no no opportunity. Lose out on that, Joe. But, wow! You know. Wow! I would I if they asked. I would never. I would be happy that a girl asked me to write in her yearbook. Why would I insult her? 
I'm actually really happy with the fact that he thought I was temperamental because I know for a fact you made an impression. Really outspoken. You made an well, impression. If you, were, if you were a man back then, he would have written that you were an outspoken person. No, you made no. you made an impression, but he interpreted it as uh, as negative. I his authority. Yeah, you threatened his authority. Perfect. Don't, don't threaten his I, authority. I really, I, I don't mean. I, <clears throat> honestly, he did, for somebody. Did, oh, gosh, I was not. Hey, watch that temporary years, little lady. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> because you know what? This is 1982. I also have um, in this, oh my God. If, if anybody's got their yearbooks, it would be really, really interesting for us to share things from our yearbooks. I, nobody wrote I don't have yearbooks. I never, I never uh, bought into that bullshit. No. I don't have a class ring. I don't have yep. yearbooks. I got nothing. I only have old newspapers. I I kind of feel vindicated. Okay. Not that I need Joe and his stool to vindicate me, but <clears throat> be, be a much better better person if you kept your opinions to yourself. What? <laughs> yeah, that's what Joe Stool said. Joe yeah. Stool. They really. Well, I'm I'm <clears throat> glad I've made all the Joe Stool jokes before I read his actual fucking commentary on you. Yeah, I sort of thought he was a piece of shit anyway. I didn't, I didn't know about this. I thought he was very handsome. Wow. Beauty. Handsome. Remember what, what Red Fox said. What's Beauty that? may be skin deep, but ugly goes right to the bone. There you go. I don't there think he go. was ugly. I think he was just stupid. He was ugly on the inside. On the inside, what man would write that in a woman's yearbook? Here's the thing, Joe. Honestly, he was 17 or 18. It's no excuse. I was 14 or... Well, think about this. He thought it was okay to say that. You're really, really nice, except you're temperamental. And you know what? The reason why I was temperamental, and I remember this at the time, was because shit wasn't going right in our school. And I went to a really, really small school. Yeah. So he thought I was temperamental as opposed to, and this is 1982, as opposed to being a nice girl. Hmm. Does nice Earl girl. does Earl Just, think you're temperamental? I heard somebody grumble in there. No, uh, that's Roy. Roy's. Roy. Oh, okay. Roy doesn't care. He's ooh, just trying. He went. Ooh. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. <coughs> well, me or Ken? A, a series of questions. Probably you. I haven't had much to say, so go ahead, Joe. I was going to ask Rain a series of questions. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, are you irritable? Are you when nervous? I, when I need to be. Do you get dizzy? I do not need that woman's juice. Do you feel miserable? Stop. Okay. 
Do you, <laughs> I do think you, I know where you're going you, and no. Do you spit up yellow matter? No. Do you erase frothy material? <laughs> no. Is there tickling behind the palate? Oh my god. Only only if only if <laughs> only if Bob is doing the tickling. Okay. Do you spit up slime? Oh no. okay. All god. right. Okay. Stop it. <clears throat> Do you blow out scabs? Jesus, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might be suffering Joe. from catara of the you head know and what? throat. Did you- Joe Stula said I was temperamental, and you know what? He might be right, Joe. I think you had catara of the head and throat. No, no, I do not. You may. No, I do not. Do you snore? Do you snore? Yes, terribly. Okay. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, oh, at yeah. the Hall of Justice. <laughs> I have no desire to see you become a vegetable. <laughs> None. Whatever and, you, and you won't become a vegetable sure. if you control that temper. Of I don't even know here. No. I don't even know. Nope. All right, it's break time. So. <laughs> <laughs> so soon? Susan brought me a Pop-Tart. That was nice. What flavor? Strawberry. Oh, Bob likes the blue blueberry. I like the strawberry and the brown sugar ones. Brown sugar. All right, we're gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna listen to a a, a, a song. I think we'll. Uh, you know what? I haven't heard uh, "True of Destroyed," "True of Not Destroyed" in a while. Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, do that. And uh, Hairwolf, truth destroyed. Um, yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna go to the break when we come back. Uh, we might try and let, yeah, let's do a couple Mad Libs. Um, I'll be back, everybody, to uh, collect your nouns and such. After this, friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself. You know how to Turn up the night with Kenny Pick.
I could kiss you in the mouth. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! 
thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I didn't I don't feel, feel like I said that right. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, welcome back to the show, everybody. Mad Libs are underway in the chat room, so if you've got some uh, adjectives for me at the moment, please put them in there. Uh, or else Rain and Joe are going to have to work super hard. We don't want to make them work mm-hmm. super hard, do we? No, no, no. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, welcome back. Rain, did you find anything else out of the yearbook that you found uh, less controversial than uh, Joe Stool's mansplaining? Rain, you back? Uh-oh, she might not be back. Maybe no, she's... No, I, okay, oh. I'm back, I'm back. Okay, all right. I did. I I learned. I learned tonight. Ready? Yeah. Really nice person. Had a lot of fun. <clears throat> okay. Are you all ready for this one? Sure. Yeah. You. you so you have one. This is another. Uh, yeah. This yearbook is another entry. yearbook entry from um, 1983. Okay. Lorraine, okay. You're a really nice person. I had a lot of fun putting wrestling with you. Debbie. What wrestling? What what? <laughs> you you what? Pudding wrestling. You pudding. wrestled in pudding? Yes. Oh my god. You mean you That's submerged awesome. yourself in pudding? Yes. Do you have pictures? <laughs> yes. Oh. I will have to scoop them up. Yeah. Out of the pudding. Put them in um. the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I um. Uh, Can I ask? Yeah, so was it butterscotch? <laughs> no, it was chocolate. Chocolate. I I did I did chocolate pudding wrestling. I think I've said this on the show before. No, 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 no. I have. I would remember this. <laughs> oh, I would know the pudding. Oh yes. Um, hope you have a successful future. It was wow. fun singing with you in chorus. Friends forever, Bobby Antonelli. Bobby, hey, Bobby Antonelli, yeah. Did you wrestle Bobby in pudding? I did. Who won? Oh, me and Debbie won. You and Debbie, who were you wrestling? Bobby, and um, I actually here's here's something. Was this a was, was this a school approved? Yes. yes. Oh my God! Did the that- school. Did they provide the pudding? Yes. Yes. Okay. I have another question. Was it instant pudding? I don't know. Come on, man. I was just a wrestler. I was just many, a small town many, girl. How many were there? Even in a wrestling world. How many wrestlers were there? There was a lot. It was like... Like were you all in the pudding tub together? It was, or it was how did two that boys and two girls. At a time? Yes. How many teams? I can't remember. How oh big God. of a tub of pudding? It was really big. What are you doing, Tennessee, you crazy motherfucker? It was, was really big. I, I, cream I, involved? No, there was not whipped cream involved. Debbie and I made our t-shirts, because here's the thing. We wore t-shirts. Oh, Jesus. Anything else? Yeah, pants. Well, you gotta say. I mean, yeah, you said you wore t-shirts. 
Debbie, Debbie and I, we designed our t-shirts, but hold on. Can we just this stop sounds a like This sounds like something that should have been brought before the school board. Oh, well, yeah. we didn't have a really good school board. I guess yeah, not. Um, Did you even have one at all? Flats here. I, was I it was just like Joe Stool's dad was the school board? I was 15 years old at the time. You do realize there's a lot of red flags here. So I many. Know. The yeah. most. I know that there is. Yeah. I'm not. Wow. I'm not saying I'm proof of it. I mean, I got to tell you that if in the Scranton School District they announced that there was going to be a pudding wrestling match with just shirts on. I know. <laughs> was uh, it shirts versus skins pudding wrestling? Even remember, I gotta, I gotta get in touch with people from the time. But yes, I pudding wrestled. Dear God, this is something that happens at like, like was, <laughs> wet T-shirt contests at two a.m. It was like that. It was like that. And oh my! Did they have strobe lights and shit? A disco ball? What the hell? No, I don't know. Wow! I can't remember that. Wow! I remember. Was putting wrestling. Wow. And and I remember I can't remember the coach's name. <sighs> now was he, this pudding or pie filling? It was pudding. Okay. This is this is crazy. I did it. I mean cat cat says they saw nothing wrong with two girls wrestling two boys in nope. pudding. Nope. Nope. That's that's <laughs> Oh, and Cat follows up. What do you mean? It was a perfect, perfect pudding wrestling match. The most perfect. (laughs) I think think it was for charity. Did did Donald Trump? Was this a Trump charity? For charity? (laughs) Was did did he go into the locker room? Did Donald Trump walk through the locker room and inspect the goods before this? No, it could have been the coach. I can't remember the coach's name, but was his name Jeffrey Epstein? No, no, no. <laughs> I can find the coach for you by Friday, but it was a really weird thing because was his was name like, Prince yes. Andrew? <laughs> oh, it was one of those things. It was, I think, it was for charity, and it was a whole bunch of us, you know, like, yeah, we're gonna fight the boys. And um, in pudding, in pudding. Yeah, but well, we didn't know we... better, Joe. Not in a basketball court or anything. Well, was there? Better. Was I there like a? Was there a spanking so competition this. after like, this? So, this is the God's honest truth. I did put the red. Let me ask you this: Were there any stools in the pudding? Oh, no, no <laughs> Joe would not be a part of it because he graduated in 1982. Uh, this was 1983. Joe was off to college. Okay, right. somewhere. Uh, Actually, and I do know this. So, story. how do they do this? Like, they they make this announcement over the, the loudspeaker in the school. Like, no boys who would like to submerge themselves in pudding and wrestle. Nope. You know, I nope. remember. I remember it was a planned event. It was for charity. And the parents knew about this. Yes, my mother let me be a part of it. You know, uh, I remember uh, in uh, I think it was. Uh, I think it was should have been arrested. I think it was uh, 10th grade. We did uh, amateur porn in the locker room for charity at my high school. 
did no you didn't <laughs> no of course not i'm just saying that's how inappropriate this sounds <laughs> yeah it was you know two guys two girls might have been sure. more i'm not sure i felt funny after they gave me the the you know the jesus juice um <laughs> it just sounds so inappropriate who are you, Kenny? Kenny the big. Never mind. I should go back. And <laughs> what was your... I have a feeling that some of these pictures. Oh I well, got... I I went with I went I went with my how to make your porn name with your first pet in the street you grew up on. My porn name is Mittens Maine. So that was mine. Okay, mm. so, so you did this. I wrestled in pudding. It was a charity. It was for charity. It was charity pudding <laughs> wrestling match. Dear God! And nobody on the school board was fired, huh? No, we didn't. I don't think we had a school board. I really need some help on this Mad Lib here, folks. <laughs> Although I'm writing down things that uh, we're talking about here. <laughs> the principal. Well, I have a, a, remember, remember what? the school that I went to, kindergarten through twelfth. Mm -hmm. No school board, so we had the principal, Apparently, we had no, superintendent. No adult, no adult supervision either. No, no, none. Were there teachers there? Yes. Was this a I, cult? Was this a the cult with you? I was a child. Was Jim Jones your principal? This is the point. There, you hit the nail right on the head. Was this was this high school in Guyana? In was, was, was Jim Jones your principal? No, I, no. I gotta find. I gotta find the gym teacher's name because he. We've always found him suspicious. You see, you just hit the point. You were a child. Yes. In pudding. Well, so were boys. <laughs> yes, that's my point. Wow. I know, I know. Wow. Well, I actually have gotten a lot of inspiration for some of these um, Mad Libs from this I conversation. I can't believe that somebody, I'm so happy that somebody wrote my yearbook. It was great. Hanging, did did anybody write in your yearbook, like, just dip their finger in the pudding? and? <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> that was from 1983, man. Oh, I got, my gosh. I got stories. I got stories. This I don't is... know if the statute of limitations is off that crime. I, I, the gym coach is dead. My God. I, wow. Pudding overdose? <laughs> wow the th and that's you know what I, I i think i know what that is joe uh second one of the night and that's one to grow on yeah now Did with you? your famous hot gravy no, oh it yeah yeah it was what, hot uh do I, I wonder if i have a pudding drop let me see if i have a something with pudding you know i, I will tell you this when I fought with my friend De Debbie, we just felt like we were girls and we were going to take over the boys. And it, it was, you know, you know, um, you know the, what is it, the HBO show, The Deuce. I uh, never seen it. Okay, well, The Deuce is about with with Mark Marone, 
Mark Maron, and it just—it's like the girls trying to fight that. Um, that's kind oh of no, we no, no, no! Are you do. talking about uh, Glow? Yes, yes. That's Netflix. Well, yeah, Netflix. Yeah, it was kind of like that thing, but we didn't know that Glow was around. But evidently, the male gym teacher did. Uh, well, I'm, here, here I'm really I got convinced of it. I got something for you here, Rain, uh, in honor of uh, your sporting event from school. Extra, extra, extra good news. The makers of Jell-O have discovered a way to give you rich, luscious chocolate pudding far more easily and far more economically than ever before. With the new Jell-O chocolate pudding powder, you can make old-fashioned pudding. Smooth, creamy, and chocolatey, just like the ones grandmother used to make back in... For girls to wrestle in. <laughs> I, I think that he used that instant pudding. <laughs> I mean, I I'll go find some friends. Was Bill was Cosby this, was, was Bill Cosby this? there? Did he give you Spanish fly? No, no Bill Cosby wasn't there. <laughs> That's what I, my next no, question. No, I was... remember them filling it up. Like, oh god, I don't want to go. To <laughs> this is yeah. filling it, it up with a famous hot gravy. Like there was some brown stuff in there, and that they just used a hose. Uh huh. And you know what was really messed up? Mm -mm. Yeah, I do. Actually, <laughs> all of it. Actually, all of it. All <laughs> mess. Uh, what is all of it for a thousand? No. This is the goddamn truth. <laughs> People bought tickets to pay to see it. Oh my, my god! Mother. See, that's worse. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> it wasn't just my mother. It was like all of the parents. Did they give you alcoholic vegetable? Did they give you? Did you live in? Did Did you get alcoholic vegetable tonic? No, no, we didn't. But yeah, we did this. Literally, we did this in front of you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how porn works. Oh my god! Oh, Joe! This is Jesus. You were wrestling on pudding. They paid they money to, to, you know... To watch young children adventures. do something so sexy in pudding. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you get your shirt wet in pudding. Oh, my God. Oh. I know. It's what a fun, sexy time for you. <laughs> True yeah. story. I swear to God, I did pudding wrestling. Yeah, this I drink Look, I, be, I don't want a milkshake. I drink it up. Sorry, that made it so much worse. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I don't want a pudding shame here. <laughs> it wasn't. It was instant this is, pudding. This is this is a little. I mean, I mean, if you were an, an adult pudding wrestler, I it's fine. This all right. We gotta we gotta we gotta roll. I, I need I need I you know guys. The coach, yeah. And I think the coach is dead, and he was a pervert. He had one of those porn stashes. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! Fumicello. And that was his had name. It all Fumicello. On, probably had it all on film. Yeah. Well. And watched it every night. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's not try and make Rain feel bad for this. So. Okay. Uh, I don't feel bad. I did. <laughs> Good. It. You know what? And you know what I say to that? This ain't happening in Saudi Arabia, folks. Well, maybe I don't know. You know uh, what? 
Joe Stool didn't date me because of it. So suck it, Joe. Eat it. Uh, eat put it. Jell-O pudding. Uh, so <laughs> I know. It was really around the time of the pudding pops. God damn it. Anyway. All right, let's go ahead and uh, you guys got a lot of work to do because our chat room just right. checked out on on Mad Libs here. So uh, let's go ahead. Here's our Mad Libs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. Oh, God bless Mad Libs. All right, here we go. This will be easier than wrestling a couple young boys in pudding. Uh, Joe, I need an adverb, please. <laughs> Swimmingly. <laughs> Not wrestlingly. <laughs> Not s- uh, swimming. Rain, a silly word, plural. Oh, God. See, I'm... Okay, a silly word, plural. What sound might have that pudding made when it hit the tub? <coughs> Plop. Splurt. Splurt. Okay. Splurt. Uh, all right, Joe. Um, a language. Uh, Phoenician. <gasps> wow, Phoenician. Yeah. yeah That's there. there. You go. Rain. I need a number. Two. Uh, Joe, uh, a female conservative. Um, Phyllis Schlafly. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's um, she's no longer on this mortal coil. Oh, you didn't say they had Such a shame. Such a shame. Oh, no, I just was I was just making a commentary. Yeah. She, oh, she's dead. She's more than dead. Yeah, she'd oh. be like 106 now or something. She's uh, not only merely dead. She's really most super dead. sincerely dead. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, rain, part of the body. And don't worry, I already represented living. <laughs> so I can't say foot? Um, you can't say it was uh, really you, dark. You can't it say penis. Really... Don't say penis in this house. Uh, so Living yeah. had his foot amputated. That was my dark part, joke. It, partially. But yeah, but no. Well, let's let's move away. Uh, yeah, move on from that. What's another part? Of All the right, body? part it part of the body. Um. wrist okay now watch this uh all right uh next one joe i need an adjective please that music is awesome Uh, um it is great adjective um (laughs) broken oh i like it all right, Rain, I need an occupation. Oh, wrestler. Ah, there. Okay, uh, yeah, we'll use it. 
Because I was actually, well, never mind. Joe, a silly word. Shart. <laughs> okay. Rain, a place. Um. Could be the dining um, room, could be Kukamanga. I'm thinking of um, Walton Pond. Wal- uh, Walton Pond? Walton Pond. All right. And Joe, need a verb? Verb. The, the, the most egregious one hasn't been taken. Go ahead. What would you, you say? Really? A verb and an egregious verb? Yeah, the most blatant uh, and egregious one hasn't been taken. Up to you. Okay. Fuck. Ah, thank you. Uh, Rain, uh, last one. A silly word. Um. Um. Gosh. Uh, uh, stool. S <laughs> T E U H L, right? Or we can go with S T O L. It's your choice. Well, it, I want, I want, I want the, I want the Joe Stool version. All right, everybody. Here are our two Mad Libs for the night. One of them is super appropriate. I'll save that one for last. Uh, this, these two come to us from the book Francie bought me. Um, best of Mad Libs, fifty years of Mad Libs, over one hundred and twenty-five Mad Lib stories inside. So, all right, let's go ahead and get some music started again here. This one is called Super Chickens. So, Super Chickens. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. Yeah. Uh, one of one of my favorite shows on TV is Super Chickens. It's about three chickens that have pompous superpowers. One of them can watch another. One of them can shoot nooses from her wrist, and the third. Can slander with gurneys. Okay. Oh. The super chickens use their powers to protect. I'm sorry, to protect the broken people of middle school <laughs> and defeat the powers of school boards. <laughs> Speaking of which, that makes yeah. you go into pudding. Yeah, seriously. My favorite episode is when their father is kidnapped by the evil wrestler, Mr. Shart. And they have to fly to Walton Pond to rescue him. In another episode, the Super Chickens have to fight a villain who is made out of turkeys. The show is so cool that I even bought a sexy Super Chickens t-shirt. And wa- and a watch that says "Stool to the rescue, Super Chickens." When you fuck a button, <laughs> don't fuck a button. Don't, Do it, kids. Don't. Ask your ask your parents' permission, and report all this activity to your local school board if you have one. If you're lucky enough to have one. All right, uh, this one, Rain. I this is the first one I flipped to in this book. And I thought it was so it so serendipitous. It's called Our Yearbook. <laughs> On the last day of school, our slimy yearbooks came out. Everyone yelled, Penis! 
Don't say pants in this house! And Roundhouse kicked to grab one. When we ate, when we ate it, we couldn't believe how swimmingly it came out. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, dear God. It was filled with pictures of our pudding wrestling team. <laughs> the Splurts. Splurts. The Phoenician yep. Club. And our school marching band, the airports. Oh. It did whatever it had to do. Um, there were two the ramparts. <laughs> <laughs> there were two pages devoted to homecoming, where Jim Jordan and Phyllis Schlafly were named king and electric chair operator. <laughs> that goes pretty well. <laughs> there were yep. even snapshots of our hero heroic gym coach. <laughs> Say, I, I started, I started adding in from the stories that were being told. After we finished dancing through all of the, the cool subpoenas, everyone grabbed pens so we could impeach one another's books. I signed so many guillotines, I thought my left ovary would fall off. Wow! <laughs> there we go. It's, There's our Madeline. It's the left one you have to worry about. I know. Or else you're going to yeah. be leaning against the countertop going, Oh! My aching uh, oh, my left ovary. Oh, I'm my aching ovary. Uh, you don't want to congest it one. Nope. You don't wow, want to congest it. Our chat room. Our I don't even understand room. a congested ovary. Does the ovary cough? Uh, Does it have a lung? No, you just get... You, some, the doctor just grabs your left ovary and tells you to turn your head and cough. <laughs> Look, ignore the warning at your own peril. Yeah. What? You don't want that ovary to become too uh, impacted. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. No. <laughs> that's inappropriate. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway. All right. We got to wrap things up. I have jury duty again tomorrow. I got to get up an hour earlier than normal and I got to get this. <laughs> you have to get up in an hour? Goddamn podcast up done. So, uh, all right, good show, everybody. Wow, we barely talked about impeachment at all. Uh, and I, I feel like a better person for it. Got to admit, got to admit, I'm a little burnt, my friends. I, I got to admit, just, I didn't watch one one freaking minute of it today. Well, it's the Senate, so I don't fucking blame you. So, yeah. It's, uh, I, yeah. I, I, reading the news out of it just made me kind of want to puke. Yeah, you want you want to yell. Maybe. Yell, puke, whatever. Um, but uh, but yeah. So anyway, parting shots. Let's let's go go through this. Uh, thank you guys. We 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 had some fun talking about stuff tonight. Um, yeah, and we made shit up and everything. I know, I know. We're like Republicans now. So <laughs> <laughs> we could defend the president now. We just cut shit out of whole cloth no, and said we it's cannot make fun of the president. You know. Spin it, spin it like a silkworm. Spin it like a Polaroid picture. No, nope. that's not it, the thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> sit and spin. Uh, anyway, all right. Parting shots. Uh, Joe, go for it. And tell us what's coming well, up on the Tim Cormel show as well. Tim Cormel show. We're uh, uh, we're doing a. Um, what do we do this week? 
And the Tim Cormall show. Yeah, he had some people on. I think Adam Hebert might have been there. A- Adam Hebert was on. And, oh, yeah, we did uh, Donnie's unbelievably massive uh, plumbing fixtures. <laughs> <laughs> or dump. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we, we, we offer you a line of uh, extra extra flush uh, uh, kinds of fixtures with uh, shower heads and and. Well, you have to hear it. Well, I, I sure hope, uh, you know, I mean, our, the, the, from what I've heard, this is needed because... People are flushing toilets 10 times, 15 times. Oh, yeah. oh not, not with dump fixtures. Dump oh. fixtures do not need to be flushed. No, no, no. But anyway. Okay. Uh, that's what's coming up on Tim Coramal. But anyway, Sarah Gideon, okay? Uh-oh. Is, she's the speaker of the main house of representatives is oh, running you, against i thought you had a story from like 1914 or something no no <laughs> <laughs> i will not on friday but not now okay no this is no sarah gideon is the speaker of main house of representatives is running against one susan collins yes for the senate seat and today yes. today she was endorsed by planned parenthood oh yes. awesome Awesome. First song, yes. Amen of the program. Amen. Amen. And that's saying a lot because uh, f- as late as 2017, the Planned Parenthood honored Collins, uh, you know, as a champion of uh, for outspoken uh, women's health. But since her little Kavanaugh fiasco, yeah. she has lost the endorsement and they are endorsing Sarah Gideon. So. You know, if you have a couple pennies, send them off to Sarah. Nothing like out-of-state money to give it to Sarah is Susan Collins. Yeah, yeah. All right, Sarah Gideon sounds good. Yes. Anything else, Joe? Yes, that's it. All right, Rain. What is your parting shot? Can I sign your yearbook? My- yes, I want you to <laughs> sign my yearbook. <laughs> I want everybody listening to pull out whatever yearbook they have because it's really kind of funny to read this shit 30, 40, 50 years later. Mm. I, from 1981, my parting shot is from my mother. Oh. <laughs> Hope it's like the mother I met at the veterinarian today. No. <laughs> no. Lorraine. I made it, quote, unquote, B-I-C. So now you make it big. Happiness always. Love, Ma. Aw. I don't know what Bic means. Big. She said, I made it Bic, so now B-I-C. you make it. She said, I made it B-I-C, Bic, like as in Bic yeah. writer. And then she says, now you make it Big. Big. So she's saying, I made it big. Now you make it big. She's saying you complete what she started. Okay. okay. I, I, that's what I got out of it. Me too. Well, then just underneath it, because evidently this is the page where I have all of my sisters. It's 1981. Mm-hmm. Heather, I love... So Heather didn't know how to write at the time. Oh, a little, little scamp? Yes. And um, so this is, oh my God, this is Nissa, 
And I wish you could all see her handwriting because it's she is trying really hard to write correctly. So hard. Thanks. Thanks for making me get better in softball. I can't hit my score at home base, but you can do it. Love your middle reckless tomboy, Nissa. That's my parting shot. Sister, a- sister love. See, that is that's beautiful. better than being mansplained. Yes, it is. And, and, and I got to tell you, the pudding wrestling got real dark there. <laughs> I, I there are pictures of it. I think my mother has them. Oh my god! Mm. I'll I'll find out. I'll talk yeah, to I'm Nessa sure they're all over. The, I'm sure they're all over the internet too. <laughs> oh they, no, they're not. No, they're on they're, the they're dark web. Because... They're on the dark web. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, they're on Pornhub for sure. Oh, no, no, stop, so Joe, shot, stop. My parting shot is love your family and don't be afraid to just go back to your past and embrace it because if yours is half as messed up as mine with pudding, 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 pudding and Joe stool and chocolate and just embrace your past. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, this was a, a very, a, a varied and interesting show we talked about, and we didn't need any audio clips for it. Uh, I could have used some more vegetable audio clips, but I oh, made. I think I wrestled I made, with vegetables. I made do. I made. <clears throat> I made. Eight, but you wrestled with vegetables in eighty. Okay. Was that Lollapalooza? <laughs> so could have been. I don't know. Uh, Anyway, no, Lollapalooza didn't come around until the 90s, I don't think. At least 1990. I'm not sure. Anyway, let's go ahead and wrap the show up. No idea what's going to go on. I'm assuming if I'm doing jur- jury duty all week, I'm probably not, I'll probably try and get some audio uh, uh, tomorrow night and, and Thursday night. We'll see what happens. But uh, my head is just in a weird place with jury duty and stuff, so I don't know. Uh, Joey Ward did send me some wildly funny audio that I want to get for Friday. Um, uh, I don't want to spoil it because it's, I think we could probably talk about it for an hour. Um, it's like five minutes of audio gold. Uh, but anyway, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up right now. Uh, and we're, we're, we'll leave everybody with a little something poignant. We'll get out of the silly. And, uh, I, I, after, after we do this, I'll play, uh, uh, a good minute of uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, talking about the Poor People's Campaign. Um, but yeah, that's it. Everybody have a great week. Uh, and you know what? Jury duty. Why not? Hi. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! (laughs) That's it! (laughs) At the very same time that America refused to give the Negro any land, through an act of Congress, our government was giving away millions of acres of land in the West and the Midwest which meant that it was willing to undergird its white peasants from Europe with an economic floor. But not only did they give the land, they built land-grant colleges with government money to teach them how to farm. Not only that, they provided county agents to further their expertise in farming. Not only that, 
They provided low interest rates in order that they could mechanize their farms. Not only that, today many of these people are receiving millions of dollars in federal subsidies not to farm, and they are the very people telling the black man that he ought to lift himself by his own bootstraps. And this is what we are faced with. And this is a reality. Now, when we come to Washington in this campaign, we are coming to get our check. 